Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. I'm just feeling so blessed. 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 Wake up every day. Big smile on my face. I just came to confess that I'm just feeling so blessed. Hi, Josh. <laughs> Pop it in. I'm going all in. Talking about me when she with a friend. Said when she with me, she loving that shit. When she all right guys welcome back to another live episode of poetic charm episode 56 how are we doing fellas maintaining maintaining what's going on good people good bro good bro i'm good over here how y'all doing Oh, y'all looking real fresh. Okay, I see y'all looking snazzy. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Laying <laughs> low, man. Had to follow the rules, bro. No. <laughs> you just happy to be here, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just happy to be here. <laughs> Almost forgot I was here in a domestic capacity. Yeah, right. What up, <laughs> money? Shout out to you, sir. And Little Mermaid. Uh, well wishes to you as you recover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had that uh, a wisdom tooth pool, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I just see that on the uh, RIG. Yeah, happens. But she's a soldier. She'll she'll get through it. Y'all ever had the wisdom tooth pool? Yeah, all four at the same time. I heard it's best to do it that way, just to get it out the way. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, yeah, guys, we're gonna introduce an interesting format today. And tonight, basically. So at certain times throughout the show, we're going to have one of the audience members come on and have their say about certain things. And then they're going to go on about their business. It's going to be very interesting. Okay. Sounds good. Is, is it random members or whoever wants to come on? Uh, both. Okay. So feel free to send out those text messages now. Gotcha. All right. This is going to be different. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I Taking my inspiration from Mr. Kevin Samuels. I'll shout out him. All right. So our first topic 
KG was brought up by you, which is the the mental disorders that one will have that are sexually transmitted. So when you thought about this concept, what were you thinking? So um, I think really what it boils down to is you have to create a scenario in order to process it, right? So let's say, for example, somebody is depressed, mm. right? They can't find a happy place. Everybody goes through different things in life, but if they're depressed, they're not trying to get out of their depression. Um, then they spiral. There are other things that happen, like they lack accountability. Um, they're constantly a victim. Um, they're always down. Like that energy is very low vibrational. And if that is your main confidant, that is the person that you're sleeping with, that is the person that you're talking to all the time, you're having sex with this individual, that shit becomes contagious, man. You know what I mean? And then before you know it, maybe you start to have uh, lulls in your confidence, your productivity. You start to be lazy. You start to feel like a victim. Somebody says, oh, well, you such and such. Like, well, you this, this, and the third. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's no different than the company you keep. So I think that having that energy around you is very important. So this is something that I really learned how to respect as I've gotten older. Um, you know, it's not just it's, what it has to say um coitus is everywhere chemistry isn't right mm. so you value quality over quantity after a certain point you know what i mean and then once once you learn that you can't unlearn it you know, the knowledge wisdom understanding like you you, you got to be able to process it to say you know it and you don't exercise it well then you don't know it because if you knew better you do better that's just how it works Absolutely. And Big Mike, when you heard this, what did you think about it? Um, I'm still trying to understand the concept, but um, so wait, wait, back up. So what's the entire premise? Like the first part, sexual. All right. So, all right, so boom. Like, so the thing is, is that um, the actual uh, the perspective was that um, I think I, I don't remember exactly how I worded it. I don't know if you, you wrote it down, but I can explain it. Right. So it's the premise of um, it's like a, a sexually transmitted mental illness. Right, right. That's what you said. Right. So if there's something wrong with that individual, I pick depression just because. Right. Mm -hmm. um, whatever their issue is or whatever their situation is, I'm not a doctor. That's not what I'm here for. Right. But whatever their hang up is, whatever their dilemma is. Right. If that is consistent if they stay in that mindset if they stay in that perspective and you're constantly having sex with this individual eventually some of those characteristics and traits will trickle into you right you can't always think that oh well i'm operating at this level so eventually she will get to that level also mm. you know what yeah. i mean like, yeah yeah I, I can see that because even if you're even if you're only with them for the sexual part um still those characteristics and traits can go into you because you might um be dealing with those things to get to the sex part so they still can kind of trickle down into you so i definitely could see that happening i, I, I think it's happened to me before to be honest with you like um uh negativity spreads negativity breeds negativity basically so i mean like yeah like she said it's the energy is transferable like correct I wasn't aware of energy, you know what I mean, early on. I was right. I was I had a different purpose, you know what I'm saying? I, my eyes was set on a different scope. 
But you know what I mean? Once you take your eyes out of the scope, you can see you can see a broader view. You got to be able to be more responsible. Yeah, even if the sex is great, the, the energy can still be bad. Still can transfer Usually to you. the sex is crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Usually those cheeks is clapping. But the thing about it is that you got to be able to, you know what I mean? It's, it's kinglish. You know what I'm saying? You got to put your priorities and your principles over your fun. That's just basic. Well, yeah. That's what you learn as you get older sometimes. But I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we're supposed to, you know, you get game, you take it to the turf and give it right back. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah, always spread it to the youth so they can get better on it. You know, like you said, I think you said, I guess you said something about coitus being easy to obtain. I agree with that. Sex is the easy part. It's all the other stuff that, you know, you got to figure out is best for you in the long run. So. Sex ain't hard to find. <laughs> no, at all. I, I think sex is easier than food. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, I don't know. Doordash. If they start Doordash, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's gonna be hard to beat. I don't know, man. Listen, I had a time in my life where I was real broke and hungry, but I was getting sex. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Yeah, essentially, if you do it correctly, Tinder could be like Doordash or Grubhub or Uber Eats. Right. So you know, correct. Food for thought. And I, I agree with both of you guys because I feel like when we look at this, let's say, trend on social media of kind of being a comical of making fun of toxic people and relationships, I feel like that plays into this a thousand percent because you have situations where, let's say, like, you know, Offset and Cardi B, where they're known to both be toxic, but they essentially can't get away from each other. It's kind of like the Tasmanian devil you know, when you start spinning into that tornado and everything starts to get sucked in, you can't get out. So it's, it's right. kind of one of those things. And as Mike was saying, usually within that tornado is things like, you know, things like sex, being carefree, not having too many responsibilities, all those different things. And then when I also think when I actually did like the research about it, I was looking at the study that says that oftentimes and, and guys, let me know if you ever experienced this as well. Oftentimes when sometimes if you're with a girl, sometimes she starts to adopt a lot of your mannerisms. So there's actual scientific precedent for this as well. So when you when the sperm actually gets into inside of the female, it can actually travel all the way up to her brain and it actually become part of her DNA. So it's part of you that's going to be imprinted to, on her for the rest of her life. I've heard that before, too, actually. Absolutely. And we want to bring on one of our first guests. Yo, what up, Kai? That's Key. Key, what up, Key? What up? What's going on, guys? <laughs> and Claude Diz had a question. How to identify people who are toxic from the jump to avoid these issues? So, uh, I mean, like, the thing is that you can't look at them and tell. Like, you can't look at them. They don't have a sign. You, you know what I mean? Like, anybody that's toxic usually has a strong representative. I mean, yeah, from the jump, it's hard. I agree. But, like, from first conversation, you can almost tell, you know, how, like, just, it, I mean, it depends on what you're asking and what you're saying. But a lot of times, you, you can definitely, you know, tell those conversations. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm like a detective, but I ask questions, like, like, like probing questions for me. So I have nothing. What's one of the first questions you asked, Big Mike? 
How many how many how many dudes you slept with? <laughs> <laughs> That's KG's question. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask that. Or do you have a boyfriend? Neither one. But it's easy for them to lie. Right? I yeah. That's the truth. Right? So you will never that. know somebody's toxic from the beginning because they're gonna lie. So you have I, have, I have a good approach to that, right? I learned okay. this early on, right? So check it out. If you got to test people. Now, this is going to seem uh, a bit too strategic, right? I don't care, right? So what happens is you have to test people. The way you do it is you ask a question. It's very psychological. Ask a question from the very beginning. You have to figure out ways to ask that same question multiple times for the duration, right? But you do the same thing in different settings. So um, like I mentioned before, like the four ways that it takes for you to really know your partner like if those situations don't present themselves, you have to present scenarios to know who you're with, right? Because just because people around you don't mean that they're with you, right? So you got to be able to pay attention to the red flags. Sometimes they're apparent, sometimes they're not. You got to be able to push yourself past what you think you see and figure out how to read the invisible ink. It's essential. Absolutely. I think for me as a guy, I think one of the first things that I look for in terms of toxicity is how someone responds to adversity or simply being told no. If you tell them no and have a temper tantrum like a petulant child, usually that's going to be the neon red flag for me to be like, oh, this person is clearly lacking emotional intelligence. It's just not my flavor for something long term, short term. Never know. So, <laughs> even short term, like it, you figure, like, all right. So, AK, let me ask you this, right? Okay. So, from a female's perspective, if you were to be asked a question um, that you, whatever the question is, hypothetically, right, you decided not to be honest with that upfront, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, if you if you really dig the person that you would eventually you got to tell them, right? Do you tell them or do you let, or do you answer the question if they were to be consistent in asking later? Like, like how do you come mm. out of that? Because I think we all do it in some capacity. Like when you have a representative, right? Not that you, you may omit instead of lie. Right. True. I guess it depends on what the question is. And if I deem it's uh, important to sustain in a relationship, it depends on me. If it's something that I don't want to tell, then I'm not going to tell. I don't care what the situation is. If I'm you know, falling in love or not, some things you just don't tell. So, all right. So if I you don't like that. My brother had a situation, right? He told me um, he, uh, he got with this chick, right? And um, they was they was kicking it at first, but then it started to be something more substantial. But she styled like she, she lied about her age. He didn't know, right? So then they build and then they build, and it came out like through her family, like in a casual conversation, like, oh nah, you know she's such and such age. And he was like, What? Right. So now it was already established that they had something significant. You know what I mean? And apparently she wasn't gonna tell him. I wonder, like, damn, like. How how do you come out of that or how do you recover from that? 
You know what I mean? Like some things you just want to keep to yourself. I don't know, you know? Some things is best kept to yourself. As long as it's not illegal, I don't see what the point is. I mean, eventually it would it would come out, but you know, what are you gonna do? Get 10 years in a relationship and then you find out that the person is two years younger than or two years older than they said they were. What are you gonna do? Be mad and leave? No, you're just gonna deal with it. So like I said, it depends on what it is. So I, I I guess who determines how important that it is, right? Is it the person not keeping it a buck or is the person being deceived? I think both, but no, I think time too. Nah, time goes well, yeah. fast and you it doesn't even seem relevant anymore. But it's still only it's still it's still important to the person who was actually deceived. Like you can't tell me how it should have made me feel if it wasn't that important because I'm the one who was deceived. That's like anything in life. Like you can't control another person's feelings. No matter how small you think something is, if they tell you it upsets you, you gotta go with that. You know what I mean? Because that's what that's what happened with them. That's how they felt. So hmm. so and, but go ahead, KG. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm. I'm, I'm I was gonna say. So, so, so. One of my mm -hmm. biggest things. So one of my biggest things, like Josh, is accountability. Right. I like to see people being able to take accountability for things they said or did wrong. So, one of my questions I like to ask, and to see what kind of answer I would get, is if I were to talk to your ex, what would they say about you or what happened in the relationship? I like to get that answer from them. See what they say. Now, I have people saying. Well, I was great, so they probably wouldn't say nothing. That I don't believe <laughs> right away. So I like to hear how honest a person can be in that situation. That's one of the things I do. But, so you would you would want to talk to your current no, no. person's ex? No, 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 no. It's okay. not what I'm saying. It, it's a hypothetical. I'm asking the person, if I were to talk to their ex, what do they think their ex would say about them? or what happened within the relationship to see what kind of response I would get at that point. Cause you, you can say, listen, I, you know, we broke up because of this, that, and the third, but I will say, say, you know, I did some things that were wrong as well. And that's taking accountability, right, Josh? And what, and what, and what happened and stuff like that. But if you just like, listen, I thought I was great and they messed up, then I, I feel like I can't buy it. I'm sorry. So. How do you know you get the truth out of something like that? that? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what uh Minnie's saying right here. Real accountability or just a calculated answers. It's hard to tell. And it's kind of to everyone's over overwhelming overwhelming point is that you can always, you know, cap for lack of better words and just say the it, right thing. It depends things. on what the cap is. If the cap is that they were perfect, that's what I'm uh that's the red flag. Mm. If the cap was just saying if the, if they say they did anything wrong. I will take that more than I was perfect. I would just say, uh, why you need to worry about what happened in the past relationship? <laughs> the future. Worry about the future. See, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. We trying to build something here. You don't need to worry about what I did in another relationship and just keep so, it moving. All right. So with that being said, you got to. But, but, but they don't know what I want to hear, Ariella. They know, they know what I'm what I'm looking to hear. Yes, they do. They want to stroke yeah. your ego. Yeah. They're not gonna tell you nothing crazy. 
They by then they would already know what you know you, so they're gonna tell no, they you won't. whatever. It, it, it's an early question, so listen. I, that's really, too personal. Pro that's too personal. Then they're that probably expecting me to, how many people they slept with. Listen, they're probably expecting me to. They're probably expecting me to want to hear, like you know, I thought I was really, really good, and he messed up, but I've been no, I was really, really a good girlfriend or whatever it was. That's what they want. That's what they think I want to hear. That's not what I want to hear. So it's kind of opposite. I don't know what you want to hear. I want to hear if they're going to take accountability for whatever fault they play in the situation. That's what I want to hear. But you'll never know if it was true, though. So what does it really matter? So to play devil's advocate, Big Mike, they could always answer and fall on the sword if they, that's what you want to hear. But they don't know what I want to hear. But, yeah. uh, but again, if it's accountability, it's falling on the sword, essentially. Correct. But do they know I want accountability in that situation? They don't know. That's what I'm saying. Well, I guess to me, like, I'm looking at it like, I hear what you're saying. Like, you want to ask a question that's thought provoking to see if you can kind of figure out their character and personality. But <clears throat> I don't feel like you can give <laughs> much validity to this question. <laughs> well, now they do close. <laughs> Cats out the bag. Right. You can give much validity to the question because. You can never prove or disprove it. You you never know. Like you looking for this type of answer, whatever they say could be true or false. <laughs> you know, people, bro. Bro, how, it's how not just about, about the words. It's about it's about smart. You know what I'm talking about? It's never about just the words, man. You got to be able to take cues. You got to be able to take uh, movements, how they say things, their inflection, their cadence. I study people and all this stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I'm looking to see where. Where the lies coming from? Or like Body language, micro really expressions. Toxic. Okay. Yeah, all of it. It's not toxic. Oh, this sounds toxic. <laughs> this is too much. Josh asked, well, "What's one of your first questions?" I will say, not first, but one of my questions. That is a question that I, that I ask. <laughs> FBI <laughs> Mike, that's, that's... Special Agent Levant. Okay. I will be looking at you sideways, like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> you talking about on like date one? You would ask that question? Nah, no, 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 no. Probably like date. I don't know what date, but after I've known her for like a little bit, maybe like you know, a after few weeks. after <laughs> a few times. <laughs> That's your words, not mine. <laughs> but to be fair, you need to do that a few times to get the lie detector out. So you're gonna be able to tell. <laughs> to be fair, mm -hmm. I guess. I I'm just saying that's that that's a unique question that I've always not always but for a long time have asked. I just want I just want to see what the answer would be. Hmm. Whatever you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's gonna be whatever I want to hear because they know they know what I want to hear. No, <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, you know, I was this, I was that. They're gonna take accountability, and then you're gonna feel good, and then it's gonna be over, and then they're gonna you find out they lied to you. Mm. Then what? But then, like you said, now you're this far in, and you like, do. Oh, everybody you got to <laughs> We gonna do, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. I, I just yeah, KG. I, I would ask that before I ask how many people they've been with. <laughs> like, well, again, like that. That question is when you're really considering something that matters. You know what I mean? Like I asked the question because I I believe that uh, I'm under the belief that women want you to say whatever the fuck you feel. 
Like they want you to say and be whoever that is. So I'm true to who I am. I say whatever I think, but I don't say things that I don't mean. If I say it, I mean it and I stand by it. You know what I mean? So that's just me all the time. So if I'm like, hey, if you're gonna get on the show, make sure you get on the, talk to your girl, you, you know, we gonna go out. All right, cool, we gonna go out. I'm bringing it in my man's house, but don't show up looking like a bum bitch. Let me tell you right now. But let's, let's, but let's be honest, right? Let's be honest, right? You, yourself, the person you're talking to, how many people really, really take accountability for their actions in a situation, especially your breakups? I agree that it may not be common, but what I can say is that you can condition people to treat you the way you want to be treated, right? Yeah. So you can you can set the boundaries for respect and accountability, regardless of what you do with them. When you with me, this how we do. Because you can't tolerate anything else. Now you you can't always determine the truth. How do you determine the truth all the time? You can't. Anybody can lie to you. Anybody can manipulate. That's true. Um, like a calculated answer. Like many said, I meant to say what's up to many. What's good, many. But yo, just like you said, every you don't know. You can't regulate that. But you can regulate how you will be treated. And if you don't regulate it, they'll regulate. Right. That's true. See, agree with that. Growing up, take accountability. Facts. So Absolutely. over here, what we gonna do, we gonna tell the truth. Now you don't know if they telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's the that's, point. You'll yeah, never know. Okay, that's so what, what, what is the key in Amos? What uh what, what kind of questions do you ask then to try to uh find those uh red flags, I guess? I don't know. I haven't done that in a long time. I would probably first I would search their social media. Oh. <laughs> That's where you really find the truth at. Detective Key, okay. You gotta go on social media and see who they following, you know, and what they into. Then you and see then that sets the stage. That's how, that's this is the time that we living in because you people don't tell the truth. So Should. you go see that yeah. you go see their activity on social media, and then that should set up your questions from there, in my opinion. Hmm. Okay. But I don't have nothing off the top of my head, no. Okay. So so Mike, you you looking at it like you don't even need the social media. You can look at their body language and be like, <laughs> nah, that's not accurate, is it? You could tell. You got to put me on game, bro. <laughs> I done dealt with enough people in my life, KG. Like, yeah, I could definitely, you know, read someone very, very well, you know, and know how to deal with them appropriately after that. So, yeah, I'll put you on, I'll put you on you game. You might need to teach a class then. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm trying to get this young man to write a book, to be honest. Yeah, you might need to. But, uh, but uh, I, I do I, agree I, with... I've never done a deep dive on nobody social media i, I do. haven't even i'm not a creep or nothing but i'm saying i would yeah i definitely agree with big mike as well because at the end of the day the experience is how you pick up those let's say red flags in the past so they're already with you in the future so as soon as you see them you're like oh here go another one because usually they're you know they're usually going to be repeat Re you've repeated with people because we are all different but we're all similar at the same time so a lot of things will overlap and it'll be presented in different packages. So it's kind of like you said, you might not find it out at the beginning, but at a certain stage, it'll be revealed and you'll be like, oh, the magic trick is over type of thing. Good point. 
I agree with that. You got to watch a person's actions. A red flag will definitely pop up sooner or later. Absolutely. So that imply that we're all kind of messed up, right? I mean, everybody got something with them, right? So you just got to figure out what that is because everybody's not going to tell you the 100% truth out the gate. You got to figure out what their problem is and whether you can withstand that problem or not. What my issue is, is that I feel like a lot of people sign up for fixer-uppers and they feel like they can fix people. My mm. brother's one of those people. They get one like, oh, this is good enough. This is a person, not a car, bro. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like that, like you can give but so much before it starts to take. Uh, relationships are like a bank, man. You got to make deposits to make withdrawals and it got to go both ways. Or else you end up deflated and giving, giving, giving without nothing back. That's not a red flag. <laughs> well, What's not a red flag? What I miss? Go back, go back to that, Josh. What Chloe said. In this era, it could be. You gotta have some type of social media. No social. Oh, no social media is a red flag. In twenty twenty, ah, right. Yes right. and no. Yes and no. It depends on the age of the person. It depends on the age of the person. It just means you're a private person. That don't mean you're a red flag. Wait, so if you don't have a social media page of some in, in, in some outlet, that's a red flag. No. That's Not for me, but depending on the age of the person, it could be. Because I'd be like, well, what do you do? Why don't you have a social media? <laughs> like, it's 2020. What are you doing? I don't know. That would make me feel... Skeptical a little bit. They only have a business social media. It's not personal. Like they don't post anything about them. That's as fine. People. That's fine. You can find out stuff from their business page. What type of person Man, they are? All, all transparency. I started Facebook this year and IG two years ago. So 2018, I had no social media stuff like that. Yeah, because you was what, probably trying to hide. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> not at all. Hey, oh, hey, Mike, I think he's reading your body language. He's <laughs> reading his body language. He's too hard. Eesh. I, did, well, I didn't I have did. it for two, until two years ago. I don't believe you. You were hiding swear, something. I swear I didn't. I wasn't hiding anything. I was just a, I'm a private person. And I just didn't oh, the th that's the one right there. That's it. I'm a private person. That's a red flag. You creeping, creeping. End up in the background of somebody else's pictures creeping. Mm. <laughs> mm. I think that's ridiculous. That's just an assumption right there. Yeah, I, it is definitely an assumption, and it's basically a lifestyle preference at the end of the day because not everyone's going to be tech savvy. Not everyone's going to be social media savvy. And people who do have social media profiles, they might not have posted for five years. So it, it's to me, you got to calibrate in the in the moment. And if you're going to meet them online, I think that's more of a factor as opposed to meeting them in person, personally. That's just me. All right. And, and Josh can attest. Josh, you talking about IG? I couldn't even propose a story. Like that, so. But you got there, my bro. You got there. I did, yeah. So close question is, so is a red flag considered a non-negotiable or something you should just be aware of? It depends on what the red flag is. Mm. And it depends how I guess how you view the person as well. Is it going to be long term, long term, or short term? Yes. Is it? Yeah, the red flag really depends because sometimes that flag is not a flag; it's a ship. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it depends on what it is and what you're willing to put up with, what you're looking for. You know, you got to realize everybody's not perfect. 
So it's going to be something that you can, that you're willing to deal with and some things that you're not willing to deal with. That's how I look at it. I think that's a good call. Like nobody's perfect, right? I think we other people expecting them to come as a, you know, a blank canvas. It's not real. People like approach it. Um, and I use women as an example because it seems to be like a common thing. But women, like, hey, they have these checklists. He's got to be this tall. He has to make X amount. He ha- he can't be from here. He can't look like this. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, wait a second. So are you checking off all of these marks for yourself? You know what I mean? Oh, he has to be able to work out. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I think it's vice versa. Like, well, I can't say it's right. I don't know. If, I don't know, man. And be like, yo, she got to be this, 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 and the third. Like to date, I don't think it's just like maybe I like her, maybe I don't. Like, I mean, I I came up from you know a different time. Be like, oh man, she got a boyfriend. She perfect for me. You, I don't you know? know about that. I mean, I'm not like that, but I know. I mean, I know guys. Josh, aren't you like that? Like, they gotta have certain things before you can even start dating them. Like. Like, I know well, again, are we talking about smashing or dating? This is what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta clarify with me, Mike. You know this. What's the difference between smashing and dating? Just so that I'm clear. Um, smashing does not involve dates. <laughs> smashing could involve dates. It could, but that would be that would be a choice. That's just my choice to separate those things. Right, but they're not exclusive. Like they can coexist. But they don't have to. Correct. However, dating does have to come with sex. Disagree with me. Oh, it has to. Or it's not a date. Wait, what? what? <laughs> Wait, what I'm confused. Say? Hold on. I'm confused. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold up. You just said it's not a date unless you're having sex? Correct. So you consider sex a date? No, no, I'm saying for me, it's not a date unless sex is on the menu. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Got to appreciate appreciate transparency. Well, Mike, Mike, you've also heard this before on many podcasts, so it ain't new to you. Hey, hey, Big Mike, is he lying? Look at him. He's not lying. He's not lying. He's being real. Man. He said, "If it's, <laughs> I mean, because you can go grab dinner with anyone. You can go grab dinner with your friend, your brother, your family member. But a yeah. day is different. Well, what's the difference? Yeah, you and I have been to the movie, right? So you can do that. <laughs> that's right. Because also, Big Mike also isn't going to speak at the movies as well. That's that's also a red flag for me. If you're going to run your mouth at the movies, I didn't come to talk to you. I came to watch the movie. Don't speak when I'm watching the movie." I just want to be clear about something. <laughs> Fellas going to the movies, that's not discussed at the same time as we're talking about dating. I want to make sure that that's clear. Like, that's fellas was going to check out a show, I guess, right? That's not what well, was for. It was for our other podcast, which is Mental Theater. So it was work related. It was more like research. So, context. Thank you, KG. Thank you. I wanted to make sure that that wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I paid for myself, so nah, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, nah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, you got a whole paragraph, Ariella. Yeah. Now, go back to that, Josh. I want to be Ariella said it. 
if you go on a date and there's no sex involved, we did not go on a date. So if you know that sex is not involved, do you still go? I'm just curious at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, again, and to be fair, not every girl is like that. I mean, well, it depends, depends on who you are as a guy. It depends what you're capable of as a guy as well, like how like how smooth you are, how much of a seducer you are. But even even with all those skill sets, not every girl is like that on that first date. However, if there's going to be some physicality like kissing at the minimum. Oh, wait, why would you? I don't know why you would do that. If you're not so, so, that, that, but that's my point. It's the same logic. It's just whatever. Like it's going to be something physical. It's not going to be a platonic. Because if we're going to be completely transparent here, how many ladies have before in the comments or on the show, right, have gone out with a dude on a date just to get a free meal? That happens all the time, and that's okay. That's that's a life decision. But that, I'm just not going to waste my time doing that. So this is why I have my filtering process because I, I have better things to do. So now so, I got questions because KG started opened up Pandora's box. So I got questions. So do you um, <laughs> do you um, clarify what's going to happen before you go out with them? Or, oh, or oh correct. Because again, okay. similar to you, Big Mike, we're going to talk about all those things, <laughs> sexual things before, right? right. There's not going to be a, a mystery, right? Okay. It'll be a mystery to like fit, like discover, which would be great, right. which would be fantastic, which would be beautiful. But I'm not going to walk in blind there. We're going to have some type of you know, uh, sexual chemistry rapport. I mean, why else go out on a date if you don't have that? That doesn't make any sense to me. So what I do agree with, (laughs) what I do agree with is that uh, if there's any physical interaction, it's all of the interaction. We're not, I don't get what they call it. Um, I learned this shit a few years ago. They call it hooking up. I'm like, what the hell is that? What's hooking up? That means, for those who don't know, because I didn't know, hooking up means they like kiss and shit, and that's it. I'm like, kiss and the purpose of that. Like, I guess I don't know. What, I don't know what it is. I was like, that's how I call it and shit, because I'm like, they, I, I don't. I'm like, first of all, first of all, first of all, if like. That's why I said I agree with Josh. If I'm caressing them, I'm undressing them. Scrack, period. That's it. That's it, right? Now, I don't I don't think that you have to have agreed to sex to go out on a date. That, you know, I mean that works in his house. That's <laughs> his situation. All but right. I don't see why you would go on a date, date's cool, and then y'all kiss or make out or whatever you call it, and then go home. Like that's we not nah. We that's not seventh home. grade. Like, what are you doing? We're not doing that. Man, all right. We we don't do that. Yeah, I ain't doing that. I mean, like if you getting out and we ain't on that type of time, man, slum lake, man. I catch you on the rebound. And that's, that's <laughs> on that. You know so you're like, saying like don't start kissing me if we ain't gonna go further, basically. That's like hold on. Doing. To be clear, like that's a I thought that that was like a common thing. It's like, not. <laughs> it is not. So people just kiss and then go about their business. Come on, man. Nah. I've been off. I've been off the porch way too long to be playing those type of games, bro. So what if y'all like? Um, I'm just. I'm just playing devil's advocate, right? And curious. So what if y'all like uh, parting ways and like a public place, like outside the restaurant? And it's like, you know, it was a good date, blah blah blah. And she started kissing on you or whatever like that. Nah, she wouldn't do that. I don't give that off. Like if we're not in that type of space, you're not in my space. Now, also to Josh's point, 
if she felt like she could do that, I already cracked it. Like anything else is like if she's doing that for the first time, it's gonna happen today. Like it's like we you understand? Anything outside that don't make no sense. I don't even know how that process works. Hmm. Right, because if you're MJ or RB Mamba, you're not shooting unless you know you're going to score and know you're going to make the basket. That's the point of shooting. You ain't yeah. shooting just to go through the motions. You're shooting the score. But I think women think the same way. I thought. Is that incorrect? Is that I mean, it, it could be correct, but they may cap and not actually answer the question. So we'll see. Can you keep it a buck? Is that generally something that women think? Like, I'm going to just, they're going to make out? Like, why? I, I want to see what the women got to say. I want to see what the women got to say about women, this. But I can speak for myself. No, you don't. I don't. I'm not interested in kissing somebody if it's not gonna go anywhere. I don't kissing is too intimate to just randomly kiss and then don't do nothing else afterwards. I don't see what the point is. I ain't doing that. What about once you? Okay, now, Key. Once, what about once you end the relationship? Can you kiss a man without going anywhere, or is this like a, a, a golden rule always? No. Wait, what was your question? I'm sorry. So, what about once you're like in a relationship? Can you be kissing uh, a man without oh, going somewhere? Or of course, or, that's different. Okay. That's a whole different thing. I'm talking about just a date. I, you just don't kiss somebody. It's not TV. <laughs> I'm curious. That's all. Just, <laughs> and Miss Annette is in the building. What y'all know about dating? And I know she's saying it like that with the neck too. What y'all know about dating? What what one describes dating for you? A date. <laughs> Followed by courses, which is correct. And Ariella, you know this. You're gonna have to come with some facts before you just make a statement like that. Come on now, little mermaid. You know better than that. Jason says kissing is just an extended hello. That's don't listen to and and to be fair, it is an extended hello in, in many different cultures. So that's not incorrect at all around the world. No, 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 no. Hold on, let's let's pause. This <laughs> you don't kiss me hello. Like, <laughs> no, nah, that's not what we we don't we don't do that. When I say we don't do that, we no, know we don't. Do that. <laughs> I, I, I got I got a question, KG. So you never had? Cause I know I have. But you never had like back to back dates lined up, so you really can't do something on the one because you got the other one set up for the next. Couple of <laughs> long, long time ago, long, 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 long. Triple shifting. <laughs> yeah, I, I have had that set up. Now this, don't judge me for this. Everybody has a past, but if I had more than one plans set up, right, it was, I was either knocking them both or. I didn't knock that one yet, but I'm knocking this one after. Like, there's no other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. One, I'm getting smashed. But I'm saying, if the first one started kissing on you, but the second one set up, then what you going to do? That's what I'm saying. And, and your scenario. You do your push-ups and you run consistently. So if you stay <laughs> you never got to get ready. Does that answer your question? I mean, yeah, but you're on a schedule. You don't got time to smash the first one. That's what I'm you always got time. You always got time, Mike. You make time. Besides, if you're if you're fashion to be late for the second date, that actually increases your value as well. So that's a win-win if you're gonna be completely honest. Okay. All right. And not only that, not for nothing, but then the second one's gonna last so much longer. Thank that's you. Thank true. you. Yo, Mike, you know, yo, Mike, you be acting coy right now. Mike, you actually know the answer to these questions. Get out of here, right? I'm just playing devil's advocate, bro. I'm making, making the show, you know, it's the best. <laughs> And the boss says that's a total waste of time. Dinner? 
Women who do this should be ashamed of themselves. Mm. By the oh, way, these are girls, not women. Y'all be swapping spit without test results. Damn. All right, hold on. I want to say something. No, <laughs> I think kissing is for relationships. That's fair. I agree. I agree. Now, now, this does not mean the sex is for relationships. That's not what I said. We understand. We know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because you can be having sex and somebody go to kiss. I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Mike Tyson. Ho, bro. Oh, I, I, man. You know, I'm I'm like, like, thing now. It's over now. I'm like Neo in the Matrix. I'm like, go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. He said, uh, what is he talking about? Rationalize what? Mm-hmm. Maybe it. going on dates and not doing anything. I, I think that oh, okay. that, that, that to me, that that contextually makes sense. And Jason Moore is a very wise man. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. Okay. And Minnie says, that's the game. Can you say you punched it your first time every time? Hmm. And shout out to Destiny Brown, Wagwan at KG, five dates before you get in the door. Okay. But again, <laughs> after each of those five dates, there's a second date lined up. It's not that it's going to, you know, wait around spinning the wheels. But what you got to say about that, KG? Wait, wait. The get in the door. Like the, the smash. Oh, we're talking about on five dates? Hold on, listen. All right, let me, let me say something to be clear, right? First... I think that that is admirable, that women set a precedent. They say, hey, this is what I do. They're, they're acknowledging their worth and their value. They're saying, hey, I don't I don't want to sleep on the first date. You have to spend X amount of time with me, this and this and the third. I think that that's dope. You got to understand self-value and self-worth. Know how you feel. Know what you want. Cool. I'm going to tell you from experience, those women do have sex on the first date, right? Um, <laughs> but... But right, I think that that's a good thing. You have to be able to set boundaries. But everybody has a different approach, right? So there's nothing wrong with going on a date without having sex. But there's also nothing wrong with going on a date and having sex. Five dates, that's not a, that I don't, why? Like that. That's my question. Why set a number on it? Yes. Why well, said a number? On like, what is what is? Go ahead, Key. No, I was just gonna say, why set a number on the amount of times you gotta go on a date with someone before you have a sexual encounter? If you have chem- chemistry, can be the first date. I don't see nothing wrong with it. If you're an adult, you're a consenting adult. You shouldn't put a number on it. In my opinion, I wouldn't do that. It could be five. But if it's to me, if you hit five dates and you're not sexually attracted to that person, what are you doing? Why are you still even dating? Getting a free meal. (laughs) Basically, basically in 2020, that's what women do. A lot of them. They date the guy that they know they don't want to let smash. They be like, oh, "Oh, I'm hungry. Let me call up such and such. I know I'm going to get a nice meal out of him. Yeah. Don't even when she falls through later on, she already ate, and we could (laughs) (laughs) exactly. That's how it be. That's like that's like let's be be for real here. That's how it go. They're like, I'm gonna go eat, 
with this guy because I know I ain't doing, he already know I ain't doing nothing. I know I ain't doing nothing. Then I'm going to call old boy and I'm going to meet up with him afterwards. And that's just that. Probably, probably got his name saved in the phone as Bahama Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> or a free meal. <laughs> Where we going? <laughs> free meal. Right. And that again, I'm not I can't speak for all women. I'm speaking for me and some of the women that I know. I'm you know, females be styling out here, and that's just a fact. They be capping, you right. Hold on, let's keep it a bug, man. Fellas be capping too. Everyone be capping. I think dudes be out here making out because that's why women feel comfortable doing it. (laughs) Some dudes have to be doing it if women are. You you follow what I'm saying? I think dudes are doing it, but then they're scared to make that next move. That's what happens. Thank you, Big Mike. There it is. Right, right. I think they go into it with all intention. But then they get like scared at some point, and then it gets left on the table. Is what what thing happens. Exactly. I mean, especially because you guys are saying like kissing is a very intimate thing. So if a girl kisses you, I mean, if you, it's up to you to make that move. Number one. Number two. If we're going to go back to FBI body language expert Miguel here, <laughs> even looking at someone's lips, they're going to start thinking about having sex with you. This is a psychological fact. So it's just these little things. So it's up to the guy to take that step. But that also goes back to Josh and, and me about having those conversations early. So you already know, you know, how they feel and what's going to probably go down at that point before you even get out there. So, and yes, you emphasis on the uh, physical. Before we go, y'all be on it like that. Well, what's that, KJ? Here, y'all be like, you got to promise before y'all go on it. No. Nah, but I mean, I think the question was like, do you ask about, I forget what it was, but basically like, you know, things about sex preferences, what they do and don't do before you even, you know, get to that point or whatever. So, so um, it's fair to say like talking on the phone, texting, social media, different social media apps is a way of talking and interacting. And you can do that before y'all agree to go on a date. You're correct. True. Cool. It makes sense. I mean, it's cheaper chicken, too. <laughs> this is just what it is. This, you know, I, this is this is how it goes. I think we all know. I think some people saying it, but I think we all know. Mm. <laughs> I just saw my ex-girl sitting with my next girl sitting with the girl that I'm fucking right now. <laughs> Eesh. Jason, funny. Yeah, right? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Wait. There it is. What is close saying? Build sexual tension? What is she talking about? Five is OD. So imagine what three months is. Like that, th- that three-month rule, like, 90 days. Oh, nah. That's a season. That's ridiculous. No, let's be clear. No female is going to wait 90 days. Thank you, Key. No Thank you. active female is waiting 90 days. She might wait 90 days with you, but she is with someone else. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's both ways. Yeah. 
Exactly. Nope. No. He might wait for you. Sexually active adults are waiting. That's just ridiculous. That's that's preposterous. I like. I don't even know. You got to start reading these. They got to start reading these books. Yeah. Or to stop listening to Steve Harvey in general. Very true. (laughs) Well, I think it's more less like like. I think a lot of people are just confused about what they should do and what they shouldn't do. So, you know, uh, to be blunt, like people, they, they lock into religion because it gives them a guide to how to live their life or they'll compare themselves to other people. Um, I read yesterday, um, comparison, uh, how did this shit go? It was a really good line and I, I kept thinking about it. I want to share this really quick. Hold on. Um, uh, <laughs> exactly, e money. Palestine is the thief of joy. Oh, is that again, Kay? Uh, comparison is the thief of joy, and mm. I think that that's what happens. It's like people constantly they're looking at other people what they think they should be doing instead of just doing whatever you want to do. If you do you, that's how you find joy. Don't try to do them or what Steve Harvey said or none of that. What I'm saying is. Jump on the first date. See what that life is about. And then make your decisions. I agree with that. I think that's the problem. People do what they think they should do instead of actually what they should, they want to do in a relationship or when you're dating. You shouldn't live your base your relationship off of what you see on TV or what you read in a book. It's based off of you and your partner, in my opinion. Mm. That's definitely fair. <laughs> that is funny. Making out. They definitely are. <laughs> they definitely scared. Making out. <laughs> that comes with ex- experience, many. We lost them for a second. Yeah, they definitely scared. Uh, I agree with that. But about the rules, I think um I think it's that the people um I guess the women who do have these rules, whatever it is, the amount of dates or 90 days, I think they're they're also scared that if they did let something happen, that, you know, if the guy just kind of went away after that, they would feel like they were used in some sort of capacity and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of what, what happens in that situation. Yeah, I think uh, guys who wait, they just like, they wait because they waited so long and they want to finally be able to say that they did, you know, they did it. Absolutely. I don't think guys really wait. They wait for the person, but they still yeah, have that's a right. that, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're yeah, not yeah. actually waiting the whole 90 days being abstinent. No, they're with somebody, but they're going to keep this right. one, you know, keep being right. with this girl just so they can say they did it, you know? Right. Absolutely. And then usually after that, they're going to dead the situation because you made them wait for so long. We, we heard yeah. that before, right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Day ninety one. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is. That's all. I think that both people are toxic in that regard because yeah. if you're not doing it because you think you shouldn't, but you want to, then now you're making this person adhere to the way that you think and how you want to live, and now both of you are unhappy, waiting for this deadline that doesn't need to be followed. Right? No. It is definitely arbitrary, but I will say those who let's say don't wait and that can transition to our next topic, which should be side chick syndrome, right? 
So why girls, some girls are viewed as the side chick only, perhaps because they didn't wait, as opposed to some girls who are the relationship material and they may have waited for that chemistry, even if it took a couple, you know, a couple uh, encounters. So wait a second. Are you posing that as a question or as a statement? As a question, because that's the next topic. Okay. So I want to go out on record mm-hmm. and say that having sex early or waiting to have sex does not make you relationship wife material more or less. Mm-hmm. Agree. Period. Yeah. A relationship. We're not gonna. We'll marriage. We'll we gonna park that. A relationship really depends on the chemistry he and she have to like each other. And it has to have something that will add value to each other's life. If the sex is good, but you can't have a conversation, if the sex is good, but there's so much stuff, the person's messy or you feel like they're toxic, but you ain't getting none, then you'll continue to get something going on about your shit. Like you have to have some type of camaraderie there in order to want to spend more time with this individual, especially if you're talking about introducing monogamy to it, right? What about you besides your sex makes me want to say, I don't even want to see what else is out there. So to wait to have sex, in my opinion, has nothing to do with whether or not we're going to be in a relationship or not. That I agree with. I agree with that a hundred percent. That's those things that are mutually exclusive, but, you know, they're definitely separated. That is a fallacy. Yeah, I, I don't think that's what, I mean, is your question, Josh, what makes a woman, like, I guess, side chick material, I guess you're trying to say, I guess? Yeah, that was the question posed by Clodiz in the chat. Okay, that's a different topic. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to monopolize the show, guys, but I got thoughts and ideas. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, Yo, I'll pick it back off you. What makes a chick a side chick? The truth is, she makes herself a side chick. Exactly. Yeah. She does not deem a relate. She don't push for a relationship. She's comfortable in that position. So why would the guy feel like he should do anything more besides keep her as a side chick if she's comfortable being where she is? So they're usually like there's a lot of managing that goes to that from what I understand, right? Friend told me that, right? So um, but what I'm saying is that let's let's look at it this way. Let's say she got tricked into the position. He lied to her. Um, she didn't know that he had a he was in a relationship, right? She didn't know, then she found out, right? But what happens is usually she finds out after they already been fucking, right? Yeah. So they already, Cordis has already been rolling, and then she finds out, oh, he's in a relationship. When she makes the decision to continue whatever they already have, she has now, by choice, agreed to be a side chick. Now, whether she's happy with the choice or not, really has no merit in this conversation. The decision was made by her at that point. Now, if she didn't know she was a side chick, then she ain't know she was a side chick. You follow what I'm saying? Plus, it's, it's, it's that, like like you said, they make the decision to be the side chick, but also their actions keep them as a side chick. So it's kind of like you're not 
doing things to make me think you're more than that. So why would I make you more than that in that situation? So it's kind of both, in my opinion, a little bit. I agree and disagree. Because you could pigeonhole a chicken to, like, she may want more, but you can only give her what you're going to give her. She only going to get what you got. And if she accepts it, then she continues to be a side chick. Yeah, she has to be willing to walk away. And if she doesn't walk away, then she's going to remain a side chick. She has right, to. But my, if but she my, see, but my point is that why is the main chick the main chick and the side chick the side chick, right? Because it's something the main chick is doing that makes her better than the side chick. At that right, point. I got another perspective about that too. All right, so, well, well, let me finish. So, so, and, and I'm not talking about like if you got like you know, uh, you know, a, a kid and money issues, and you don't want to lose your main chick. But I mean, just generally, two people. Why is one this and why is one that? Right? Because one is better than the other. So the side chick remains the side chick because she's never better than the main chick. So she's always going to have that same that same role. Like that, that's my thing. I disagree. Right. I disagree. So if we're going to eliminate any responsibilities, real life stuff, kids and money and all of that stuff. We're right. going to put it aside, right? Right. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is the truth, right? All right. Been outside a long time. I haven't ever seen a relationship. How about this? I haven't ever seen, I haven't ever seen a substantial relationship that ended up having longevity, whereas either the dude and or the chick weren't side people for each other. Right. So my argument personally is that um, a side chick is a side chick until she's not a side chick anymore. Right. Why is the main chick the main chick? Obviously, somebody had to meet somebody first. Right. So if I have a girl and I meet you and you're my side chick and you have the traits that she has and is better, it's an upgrade. And I decide to leave her and be with you. I don't have a side chick anymore. Now you're my girl. The same thing for chicks. So she's been dating this dude because she's lonely and he be buying her food, right? I hate he be buying. I don't want to talk like that. He's <laughs> lonely and he takes her out on dates, right? She meets Mike. Mike's like, oh, what's up? We get along. They go on the theater night or whatever they got going on. And now she stops spending time with him. She's spending time with him. Now they're in a relationship and he hit the curb. The argument is that, one, stop knocking side chicks. Two, Everybody has had a side chick or been a side chick, whether male or female, right? We use the term chick respectfully and loosely, right? And I don't think that it's based on the premise that solely like, oh, she's just a side chick because of it. Now, some chicks are side chicks, but I don't feel like the chicks that are solely side chicks, that that's all their, like, that's their capacity. They're not side chicks, they're jumps. There's a difference. Yeah, it's, it's not solely because of that, but I'm just saying in some situations that's what. Because I've seen situations where the whole the whole uh, script flipped, right? The side chick was a side chick and had a main chick, but then somehow the side chick became the main chick, and the main chick became the side chick. You know what I mean? So I've, I, yeah, I've seen that happen. You know, several times. So sometimes if you stay in that role, it's because you accepted it. But sometimes if you want more, you're not getting more. It's sometimes because what you're offering is not better than what he's already getting. It's, it's, I think it's How about this? We're going to cut to the chase. Hey, Josh, you ever had a side chick? I have not, actually. Ooh. Mike, you ever had a side chick? Yes. Key, you ever had a side dude? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think about it. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. All right. So this is my thing, right? So you're looking at just three random people. Four, excuse me, four random people 
out of one, one is I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. Is Josh? Yeah, he might be capping though about the side chick thing. I think I think you're on mute right now. This, but, is, uh, this is a real but, thing it's happening right now. All right. Um. So anyway, so the thing about the matter is, in my opinion, I feel like relationships evolve. I don't think you meet somebody and be like, you know what? I'm in a relationship with you. You don't know this person. You got to get to know them. But you had a life. You were living your life before you met that individual, right? Yeah. So unless you were lonely or like they say single, single, then you were dealing with somebody in some capacity. True. People, sometimes people break up and it takes a long time to break up. You were in a relationship. Y'all broke up. Y'all still seeing each other. But now y'all start to see other people. So now you're, like you said, now your main turns into your side because now you got a new main and then you let go of your side and now you're just with your main. And then that's that. It's a transition. Women call it overlapping. Yeah, that's fair. And apparently we actually had the question wrong. So Clodiz has called in to clarify. Clodiz, go ahead. Hey, guys. So the question was good. So the question is forever side chick, never wife. What keeps some women from being viewed as wifey material, specifically the ones with the wholesome images? So like you could be a chick who have their career going, they have degrees, they don't have any kids, they're self sufficient, yet they're never asked to be someone's wife. And it seems like they're just stuck in this like side chick or you know, this this position where they're never being asked to be someone's girlfriend or wife the question lacks accountability like so to say that hey how come that how come that woman or these women in this category are never the wife well let's look at these women let's look at the women that these let's look at the men that these women find attractive the ones that they are in pursuit of are they looking at men who are in relationships? Because you can't expect to be a wife if you start dating a dude in a relationship. It don't make sense, right? Unless your plan is to, hey, I'm gonna steal him from her, good luck. I don't know how long that takes or if that's gonna work for you, right? And uh, in, in addition to that, the thing is that if she feels like she, whatever, I don't know what wholesome is, I don't know what that means, right? Um, in regard to an individual, wholesome, you guys want to elaborate on like that? pure or angelic meaning like okay so like when you meet a okay so for females right when you meet a dude you put them in the two categories so you like oh this is a dude i'm gonna just mess with this is a dude i could potentially see myself with this is like you know similarly to when you meet people so it's kind of like with men correct me if i'm wrong when you meet certain women immediately you can judge whether or not this is someone who is considered wifey material or this is somebody who's considered mess with her, but I'm never going like it ain't going nowhere. I I don't think that men do that. Like I look at her and be like, look at her, like, mm, she's wifey material. How do you know? I think I, women more so do that when it comes to how they meet a guy. I think women yeah. are like, oh, this could be my husband, and you don't even know this person's middle name. Yo, I don't, don't think get, God. I don't think guys think that deep into certain stuff in the very, very beginning. Like women are the people who, you know, be having a five-year plan, and this is the first <laughs> time they actually met the person. It's, Yo, you know? men get married when they feel like it's time, and whoever is there at that time 
gets married because they're only going to be in a relationship with a woman that they want to be in a relationship with. So when so, it's, when they feel like it's time to get married, that's the one who's there at that time. So, yeah, men don't really do that, especially in the beginning. They might look at a woman negatively in the beginning, like, nah, I definitely wouldn't wife, you know, whatever, but definitely not like she's wifey material. That takes time to kind of figure out. Um, as far as her question, though, when she spoke about the career-oriented, um, I guess, professional women and things of that nature, I don't think it's a correlation with why they're not, you know, those are the specific ones that aren't becoming wives. But if you want to look for one, it could be because they're so career oriented and so into what they're doing, they may not be putting enough time in to to, you know, get those relationships to build up to that level. If you want to look for a correlation, though, I don't think, you know, there's one. Mm -hmm. because that, That's what she spoke about specifically in that situation. So. I don't know. I mean. I don't know if I could go with that, but I, I mean, I guess you're looking for a response, like for an answer. I don't think that the answer is what women are looking for. I think it really breaks down to more of how we communicate, how we think versus how they communicate and how they think. Women think, hey, I'm going to marry this guy. And they think that when they meet him, or they think that when they have sex and he's not thinking that. So you're looking to have a thought process or connect a, a mindset somebody who's not thinking in that way and it's not you're not going to get an answer you know what i mean like trying to get I, I, I think she's thinking about like that old saying right always a bridesmaid never a bride i guess always a side piece never a girlfriend same situation i guess like that but i think it's those i think it's those individual people that that you know and they're but if you're exactly. always a side chick then whose fault is that yours are the guys you have to be you put up with what you want to put up with Yes, that's all. That's I agree. it's just that simple. If you don't want to be a side chick no more, don't be a side chick. If you don't want to be a side dude, walk away. Like it's just that simple. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, pretty, that's a pretty good rule. I ain't walk away. Oh, <laughs> Academy Award winning. <laughs> and by the way, because I was like doing multiple things at some uh, at the same time, that was my bad. I was totally captain. Definitely had a side chick, and one of my side chicks eventually became my main. So I, I, knew, I knew you were chatting. <laughs> yeah, I was doing multiple things. I was, yeah, I was multitasking. That's how it goes. I got a question for y'all. Mm -hmm. Um, If there is a scenario, I promise I'll bring this full circle. If there is something you know nothing about, but everybody talks about it, like you can't really understand what it is, right? You start to want it because everybody else wants it. Like, let's say... Let's say sex. Like when you think about it when you're young, regardless of what age you start having sex, everybody's talking about sex, right? So you're like, oh, you start thinking about it because everybody talks about it. So you're like, oh, I want to do it too, right? Same thing, the same premise exists with jumping off a bridge. If you're standing on the wave, like if everybody jumped off a bridge with you, well, I guess if I'm with 10 people and they jump, what was the reason for them jumping, right? we're pre-programmed to do as we see, not do as we feel. The reason why I say that is because I keep hearing this, this, uh, this perspective that women want to be married. Why? Why do you want to be married? What do you know about being married? What do you know about long-term commitment and monogamy that makes you want to say, I want to be married? Mm. 
I don't think that it is the relationship of the marriage. I think it is the title of wife. Yes. 100% agree with that. You're facing a title and you're sacrificing, willing to sacrifice any and everything for a title to something you know nothing about. And they do it like, you, you guys all seen like the, the um, like I, I guess the perspective, you see all of the sheep or the cow just running off of the cliff. Every They all keep doing it. They all keep doing it. Like nobody's stopping to think like, did does anybody know what's on the other side? Everybody just stampeding well, towards that? Well, Kev, like if you think about it, you can, you can use that same logic with having children. Oh, that fucked me up. I didn't know Chloe was still on. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm here. He's like, who is that? The voice on your shoulder? It's me. Um, but like, like, how is this happening? <laughs> right, I'm with you. Go ahead, go ahead. But like, you can use that same logic with children. Like, people don't know it, what it is to have a children. Yeah, everybody wants one, right? So it's like, no, no. everybody don't want kids. But a lot of people, I'm saying the same logic that he's using with getting married. We're gonna, I'm gonna use everyone as the majority status quo. Not every single person wants kids, and not everybody wants to get married. However, that's the same logic. People want to get married, like you're saying, the sheep falling off the cliff, the same way people want to have children. Right. And you don't and really I, understand what it is until you have a child. And then by that point, it's, you know what I mean? You already did it, and then you go do it yourself. You have your uh, own experience. It's the, same, it's the same way of thinking. And it's goofy as fuck. Because you don't, if you have never been a parent, you have never taken care of a child, why would you sign up to do some shit you know nothing about? Why do you want to do that? I want to have five kids. I want to have a big family. Do you know what goes into that in any capacity? My thing is this. Like, I think that my my argument is, is a, a little bit grandiose, but this is my belief, that people are so pre-programmed that they think that what they want is what they want, but what they want is what they see and what they're conditioned to want. Their biological clock is not ticking. It's not a thing. You're making it up and you heard it and you watched too many romantic movies, right? Stop wait a watching second, wait, I'm gonna stop, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to stop you right there. Because scientifically, for women, your clock is ticking. I don't know about for men, but for women, after you hit 35, you are in geriatric time, okay? <laughs> don't, don't, don't put that out there. It's just, like, scientific facts do still exist when it comes to, you know, reproduction. Well, the baby part, yeah, but the marriage thing, I think the like the very first thing KG said, I think it's just some kind of like pre-programming that just what they think is supposed to happen. You get a relationship. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You go to school, you go to college, you get a relationship, you get married, you have a kid. It's kind of like what's in their head. So I don't know, like you said, KG, do they know what marriage entails? But it's in their head. It's what's supposed to happen. From a little girl, when they got the freaking Barbie and Ken dolls and they're freaking, you know, together, you know, as a, as a, as a married couple, whatever they are. So, and they say things yeah, like, my kids have been together for 25 years. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. but your father you had a side chick the whole time. Yeah, but if you want to have children, everyone's negating the fact that, yeah, if you want to have a children, or if you want to have children, some people want to raise a child with another person instead of being a single parent. So why wouldn't you be thinking about marriage if you're thinking about children? Why do you have to it's have, why do you have to be married to have children? You um, don't have to be married to have children. You don't have to be married, but it's something that people want to happen because it's a stronger because family unit. If you have a male and a female 
in the house raising a child or two people in the house raising a child versus one. There's more resources because there's two people. Like, Again, two I, better I than like, one. I, I like think when it comes to, like, women wanting to be married, it's just another checking off the box situation. Right. That's yeah. it. A lot of times because they don't. A lot of a lot of people never really seen a successful marriage in their life. Just because your parents were married for twenty five years, that doesn't mean that it was successful. It was happy. Right. Your Staying family. together doesn't. My grandparents were married for thirty years, and my grandfather had a side chick the entire time. Does that mean that it was successful because they didn't get a divorce? No, my grandmother was not happy. But they just she had boxes to check off. She had kids by this man, so that means she had to marry him. I think in in my time, you treat your relationship how you want to be treated. If you don't get married, that I don't think that is nothing wrong with that. So let, let's do this, right? In all fairness, right? We have to say, all right, if we say, hey, people do this, we have to assume just because people are people, right? They think differently, that there has to be some people that genuinely have the inclination or the feeling that they are they want to be parents they they want to be married they want to be a husband they want to be a wife and that's sincerely how they feel and that is sincerely how they want to live their life okay so work. just to just to interject some uh, new life into the conversation we're going to bring on our local firefighter mr jamar stevens what up many yo what's up what's up yo many what's good bro? not too loud right? what's up how you doing, how you doing? So I know you have a lot to say on this uh, side chick, uh, excuse me, side chick situation, Manny. What, what are your thoughts? As in, to which point we're talking about exactly, <laughs> so I can make sure I answer right. I mean, whatever your thoughts were, because you you were very uh, vocal in the comments. <laughs> yeah, for me, I mean, like I just uh, agree a lot that being a side chick is just a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, a state of mind. It's what you agree to do. Like, I don't think it's nothing bigger or smaller with that. I think everything else is nonsense. It's not reality. Like, if you choose to be a deadbeat, you're going to be a deadbeat. Like, you only can be what you agree to be. And it's just that simple for me. I, I had a conversation with my brother. Um, I won't mention what it was about because it was nonsense. But he said um, he was telling me about how he feels and what he thinks. And I said, you're not what you feel or what you think. You're what you do. So you feel like you guys are this or you'll become this, but in reality, what is it, right? Yep, yep. So if you're married, the same thing goes to that. If you're married and you feel like you guys have this relationship, but you don't have, you guys, you know if you have that relationship or you don't. Mm -hmm. Like you can perceive it and you can present it to people however you want, but it goes both ways. It is what it is. And you are what you choose to do, not what you think you're doing. I don't know how how valuable intention actually is when you know when it when it breaks down. Like I tried. So okay. so so two points to both of your um uh with statements. To Jamar, I agree. Like a person only gonna do what you allow them to do. So if she allows him to keep her as the side chick, then he will continue to do it. It's just simple as that. Um for you, uh KG, I think with the marriage thing, I think it's also a key. I think sometimes also like this thing about what are we building to when a new relationship. I don't know what that was, but what are we building to? So it's like when they're in them, they're like, okay, we're going through every day, every month, every year, but what 
it's always about trying to get to the next step. So to them, the next step is marriage in, that, in, in those situations. But why? Exactly. Marriage yeah. doesn't because, equal uh, the because people end all, like to have, all in a relationship. Because people like to have things they're looking forward to, right? So you're looking forward to getting out of middle school, then high school, then college, then this job, then this relationship. Like you like to have things you're, you're building or trying to attain. So they're right. trying to attain the marriage is what they're doing. So, Mike, what, what you're negating is that those things that you think that you want to do that are next are taught to you. They're told to you, they're given to you. No, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, yeah but that doesn't me necessarily make it a bad thing. You know what I'm no, saying? No, it doesn't. Like me, myself, I'm, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? Like, I chose to be married. Like, I wanted to get married. If not, I wouldn't have got married. And that's more, like you said, it was the next step for me from which I was just programmed to be. My parents wasn't married. That's just not the life I wanted to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether. Of course, outside influences always change your perspective, but that's the reason why. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to. Why do you want to get married, though? To me, personally, I love the feeling of being in the house, raising my family with my wife, to say my wife. You know what I'm saying? Because regardless whether we respect or not, wife is a status. You know what I'm saying? Being a husband is a status. Right. Yes, 100%. Because what a marriage is is a relationship. Yep. And what people we don't realize is that once you get married, you still have the same relationship that you had before. Mm -hmm. So instead of being Mr. and Mrs. Many, you was just Many and Many's girl. Yeah, it's how you, <laughs> it's how you perceived in the world. And that's the. But that's what I'm saying. Like everybody wants to, you know, it's all about inclusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of just, you know, like you, you said what you told me is that, hey, you didn't want to live the way that you saw your parents live. With that aside, I don't know what that is. It's not a part of it. But you mm -hmm. said you want to be in a house and raise your family. You don't got to be married to do that. There's nothing that changes. Let me finish. There's nothing that changes you and your wife's interaction or how good of a father or mother that she will be if you are married or not married. That is a fact. To, to, to some extent, because if your partner feels that's what they need, then that's what they need. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like, for me, it's like, Status matters. Like you wouldn't be a, a lot of people wouldn't work, but you wouldn't want to be considered a bum. You know what I'm saying? Like if you didn't want to work, or you didn't want to live a certain way, or look, or be fit. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is a status. I think that's what. Yeah, but I just mentioned earlier that comparison steals joy, right? So the status comes from comparing who you are and what you are to what others are, and then that's how you find your status. And instead of trying to compete or keep up with whatever you see or wherever you think you should be placed at versus everybody else, if you just do what you want to do, you do what's whole to you, none of that shit matters. So whether you're married or not married really don't play a part. It's still standards okay. in life, though. <laughs> like, Right. The standards that you're programmed. Programmed. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And like I said, the same thing. And it's, it's, it's a gift and a curse type of thing. Like, it's still... A standard can make you go crazy to make you think you got to live up to this life to rush into shit that you don't want to do, get married and stuff like that. But it also could push you to be better and to fall in that space. It could be better and do what you're pre-programmed to do. Right? Yeah. But what everybody, he said is true, though, right? Yeah, if his everybody. partner wants it, even if he doesn't, then that can cause a not a good household situation for the child that you're trying to raise. So that, you know... You gotta look at the red flag, though. To me, yeah. But also, yeah, what, said, yeah, 
Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, but also I feel like, Casey, you're only looking at it as a status thing. So you're looking at more from the external. But internally, like marriage is a commitment. That's a different level of commitment that you're giving to your partner and your partner is giving to you. See, but what KG said, so, which I agree with, is that whether it's mm-hmm. marriage or not, you should be committed anyway. If you're yes, in a relationship, you know which, which marriage shouldn't change the commitment status. Exactly, exactly, which I agree. But marriage does, if we're being realistic, it's paperwork and everything else that goes into marriage. So it's not, when you're actually sitting down and making that decision, hey, I'm making this family unit with you, it's a thought-out decision. It's a business contract. I mean, you know, just going to business with people without contract. contract. But you could be in a relationship and still make that commitment. You can still have children. You yeah, can still you have a house. You can still do things together and not be married. I'm not, against, I'm not against it or anything. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Yes. Marriage doesn't yeah. equal a successful relationship. You no. can, no, you I can, don't think, I don't you can have standards and be like, yo, all right, it's, we've been in a relationship for five years. It's time to get married. And he'd be like, okay, that does not make a good relationship. So I think well, again I, that's check box checking. It's what you think you want. What people think they want sometimes doesn't always deem it to be the right thing in that moment. So to agree with you, it's not saying marriage equals a perfect relationship. What I'm saying is when people get married, it indicates a a higher level of commitment in the relationship that involves paperwork and a whole bunch of legal things. So when people get married, it's not a decision that should be taken lightly, number one. And number two, it does represent, like many said, you know, a certain status level that you guys committed to yourselves. Regardless so, of someone who doesn't get married and it could just bounce at any moment with no with nothing. It's just like, oh, all right, peace out, I'm done. Okay, so what if so so marriage means a different level of commitment is what you're saying. You're saying that you can't be in a just a regular relationship and not be 100% committed. You think marriage makes you more committed than no, a regular relationship because of that. Per- okay. That's not what I said. Yeah, no, I, ma- said I, think, was- I think marriage is a, a public statement. It's more for people on the outside, not necessarily going to change your relationship. Same relationship. No, marriage is- it's not that's why I said it's for the public. And be Some like, things- oh, it's, everything's different. No, but when you when you go certain places and you say, this is my husband, this is my wife, in certain settings, it's a level of respect. Rather than, oh, this is my baby mother. Oh, this is my, you know, my Man, girlfriend. that's what I'm saying. It's for other people. It's, yes. yeah. it's the pre-programmed perspective. Like, I hear your argument, but it keeps circling back around to exactly what we're talking about. So at the end of the day, we're not in that time frame anymore where marriage had the value that we're trying to give it still. As many people that get married or as many people as get divorced, that's pretty much where we're at right now. Divorce and cheat. Yeah, because that's, I mean, but that's that's all your Marriage personal. is no longer like a lifetime thing anymore. Like no. that changes quick. So everybody wants to do it because they don't know shit about it. And then once you do it, most people don't stay with it. My argument, again, is simple, is that people do it for reasons that are exterior, not internal. You can have that that still same long-lasting successful relationship with or without marriage. People don't want the relationship 
They want what the relationship seems like to other people. So that when you go there, you're not a baby moms or a baby dad, you're a wife or a husband. That don't change the relationship. And that doesn't make it sustainable and it doesn't give it longevity because you have the title. Fact. I don't think I don't think they all do it because of external reasons. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I don't think right. so either. Yeah. Right. But right. a lot of them, a lot of them because because a lot of situations women be like, it's it's time. It plays you a know? part. Everything plays a part. There's not one without the other. Well, right. But, be but because it's the next, it's the quote unquote, hold on, KG, because the quote unquote next step, I think um, that a person feels like they're, I guess, professing more of their love towards each other internally when they get to that next marriage step. Now, now you're right. They can do that without getting married. <laughs> but because, again, it's the quote unquote next step, it's that's not how real. they feel about it. That's not that's not how that works. That's I'm telling you, like, go like be an Easter bunny. It's not real, dude. When you if you want to be with somebody and you want to make your relationship work, many you're married. You and your wife's relationship, when you really break it down, was the same before and after you got married. Yeah, because I've been married before I was married. Yeah. The, the difference right. is is that when people get married, they all have this internal idea of what marriage is and what it looks like, right? So when people get married, they think it's going to look differently. But the reality is, is that whatever y'all were on Tuesday, y'all get married on Friday, y'all going to be that the following Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think that's the fact. I think it, 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 it is a societal thing that made people feel that way. Yes. And on the opposite end, if a guy's with a girl, whatever, seven, eight, ten years, and he had to propose, she might not feel like that. He loves her as much or enter as much or whatever, even though he might well be feel the same way he always did. And that is because of societal norms. And what yeah, we let's be clear, if a woman is in a relationship for 10 years, she doesn't feel like, oh, she doesn't want to be with him because if she didn't want to do that, she wouldn't. And if she did stay there and she didn't feel like that, she would do the same thing if she were married. That doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything, correct. But... I'm saying, like, <laughs> all right, so, so, so to, to some extent, to some extent, yeah. Think, so, you know so, so perception is stronger than reality, right? Yes, so perception is reality, right? Perception so, is stronger than reality. Perception is reality. Perception is so whatever you think is real. That's the only thing that matters to me is what I think. That's correct. reality. That's, so, right. you believe that's everything you think, just so that I'm clear. <laughs> I, I, I believe. Everything that I think is the most important to me, not right, to you. We're, not, not we're talking to about you. what real is, though, right? Yeah. Well, I don't want to lose sight. So, so that I'm clear, you said perception is reality. Is reality. Yes. That yeah. means that you believe everything you think. For me, yes. And you're okay with that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I don't need, way, do I need way, to explain that. I, I want to yeah, be clear. You, you, you should because the way you're perceived and the way you perceive things affect the way you do things. That's right. just that's a fact. Like that's like if you perceive if I perceive you to be an asshole or a dickhead like that, regardless of what you do, you are always be an asshole and a dickhead to me. It doesn't matter, right? Because right. that's my reality. That's, that's right. your I perceive you. That's, that's my perception. Opinion. That's my perception. Yeah. It is your opinion because the difference of an opinion and a fact is one can be proven and disproven. So if you in your perception believe a fact is untrue, you are wrong. 
and you are not living in reality. You are living in a perception, a fault, a fallacy, right? Uh, that's why I said it's stronger than reality, not actually is reality. And what I mean, and what I mean by that, it's no, no, it's, I might say if it's stronger than it's make no. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I, I'm separate. See, you, you, you're making the two of them things exclusive. Perception is reality. I'm saying they're still separate. There's reality here and perception here. But perception becomes stronger, even though reality is still there, because what is perceived at that time, like, so, so in our conversation, right? If after 10 years, she starts to perceive that. Though this guy don't care for me as much, he's never going to propose. I don't think he loves me like he says he does because he would have married me by now. You may well think I still feel the same way I did before, but because now that's her perception, it now becomes stronger than reality. And the reality is, you still love her the same. That's the problem, and that's why we get to those societal norms of getting married. Let's be clear about something, right? When we start talking about perception and reality, what you guys are arguing is something different. You guys are arguing feelings and opinions. Perception versus reality has to do with fact and fiction. Just because you think it doesn't make it true. Just because you feel that she thinks away and you feel strong about it, that doesn't mean you're right. Something can be proven or disproven. Just because you believe it does not make it true. What makes it true is whether it's proven or not proven. Right, so, but in her mind, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So reality is the truth. Perception is what you choose to believe. Mm -hmm. Those two things do not have to coexist. And because you feel strong about it doesn't make you right. Have you ever met a Karen? Like, bro, just because you think it doesn't make it real. So can you tell that Karen she's wrong? If it's a fact that she's wrong, then I can tell that she's wrong. But if she doesn't, yeah, doesn't if she doesn't accept that, that's not her reality. That's not real. And uh, and what does that mean? Like, so then she's wrong, and people are wrong all the time. That's my point. Just because you think that you're right and you stand on that, so what? But okay, so 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 to finish off my point, right? So in her mind, she's not going to believe that you feel the way you say you feel unless she gets that ring. You may know that's not true, but the perception is until I get that, I don't believe you say you you you, you care about me like you do. So in that point, it becomes stronger than the reality. And that's why these marriages are happening. That's what it is. Let me tell you something that I stand by all the time. I say all this right. all the time. I say these hoes be acting up and these niggas <laughs> So if she believes that and then he or you fold and you give her what she wants because you feel like this is how she feels and this is what it is. You have just signed up for the most unhappy marriage you will ever have. I agree. That's why. That's why I preface it as I wanted to get married. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are in that situation where they're forced to be in a relationship. Forced but aren't to be you already? But hold on. Aren't you already in an unhappy marriage? I mean, you're not married, right? But you're in an unhappy situation because this is what she wants. That you're not giving her. No, it's not how that works, Mike. Play to play. I thought you understood. This is basics, man. What are we talking about, man? I'm saying it's no. If she if she believes this, if she wants this, and she's uh campaigning for it, let's say, over and over again, then you're like, listen, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, nothing's gonna change, and I still feel this way. She's not gonna cave for you, bro. So you got a decision to make. So then you're gonna cave for her. 
Because if you do something, you no, don't. No, I'm, I'm not saying that either. I'm saying I say you got a decision to make. That's what I said. What? Yeah, I'm confused. Either you cave for her or you walk. But there's no middle ground in that situation. One or the other. I don't understand what decision you have to make. Sounds like she has to make a decision. I mean, you, you, you can turn it. You're right. It doesn't. It it right? right? So you're, you're right. like, oh, this is how I feel. Can you pass me the the remote? <laughs> right? Right? You're right. I agree. Well, but don't be made regardless. <laughs> but I agree. With you. That's what I'm saying. Like so, these are two separate situations. Many said, "Hey, I wanted to get married." They were on the same page. They were sympathetical. They wanted to get married. That's what he decided he wanted to do. The reason why he wanted to do that is no longer for debate. That's what he chose to do. Now, in your situation, she wants to get married. He doesn't. Why would you get married? He shouldn't get married, but at the same time, he's been there 10 years, right? So what? Hold on. Yeah, I don't think time matters. (laughs) I'm saying that, what I'm saying is that if he just like believes, 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 he don't believe in marriage. Okay, that's one thing. But if it's just like I, I'm head over heels for this woman, but I don't want to get married, and she does, you, you kind of in a it's a weird conundrum there. That's all. You simping, Mike? Yo, at the end of the day, a grown man gonna stand on his principles. Passion don't go over principles. G code, straight like that. Yeah, so, what he's, what, I think, what Mike is saying is not that. I think Mike's saying that it's not like a hard sticking point for him. He can care either way. He knows he wants that girl. Well, so, that's not what he's saying, but he's saying he doesn't want to, but she wants to. So now he's in a tight spot. That pressure is self-imposed. You're not in reality. You're in perception, right? Because she can't do anything to you. Be like, hey, she's going to leave me if I don't marry her. Well, if you marry her, are you going to be good? Because now you're doing something that you did not want no. to do in your life. You, you, you should never be forced in a situation. But but going That's back to my original know. point is that you're saying nothing's, nothing's changing. And it's true. Nothing is changing. But in her mind, again, perception stronger than reality. Back nah. to Chloe's earlier point, something is changing. So that's why they want to get married. I'm just telling you why they want to do it. So. Um, did, did, your, did your wife feel like something changed when you got married? Many. I mean, I would have to ask her. You know, <laughs> how, about, how about did you feel like something changed? For me personally, yes, because it was something that I wanted to do. It was a goal of mine. You know what I'm saying? So it's more f- fulfillment for me. Okay. Gosh. All right, guys. So we're going to transition to the next segment of the show, which is the top memes of the week. We have no ladies on the show. We, we have Chloe on the line. I'm still here, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh I forget that. My fault, Chloe. I didn't know you were still there. I'm, I can listen sometimes. I'm a good listener. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> I'm practicing. I'm actively practicing KD, so, you know. All right, so we're going to start with this one. This one was hilarious and very factual. When you're mad at your girl, but she's walking around in booty shorts. Is this is this accurate, fellas? Because I got a lot of messages on IG on the Poetic Charm instagram page and a lot of girls is like yeah i do that all the time i walk around naked when 
when he's mad at me and he hates it, but he'll get over it. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, two things can be true, right? I could still smash, still be mad at you. Exactly. I mean, if I wanted, I wanted. If I depends on what I'm mad about, you know? right? <laughs> but I, I ain't feeling you. I ain't feeling you. <laughs> And Chloe, is this a tactic that uh, girls do sometimes? So I don't know about a tactic, but you know, that's how you're comfortable in your house. Who am I to stop you or judge you? Interesting. Okay. And the next meme is. I'm sorry for cheating. Cheating's not what I do. But I found out you cheated on me, so I cheated on you. Who's this? <laughs> Yo, that one really confused me. Would y'all really like find a dude that she cheated with and be like, "Yo, come here"? Nah, me personally, nah. I never got those videos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you know, it, it is what it is, man. Like yeah. you either gonna accept it or you gonna move on and. You, you know what I mean? You you do that at home with her. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I feel like, like, like what Keith said earlier, she was like, if you don't have a social media, depending on your age, then it says a lot about who you are. So I think that, you know, a younger generation, they deal with things differently. So some of the stuff I see, I'm like, nah, I won't move like that. But that's how they move now. I can't knock it because I don't understand I do like the petty nature of it all, but nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, you know, a petty fender crash shot, but, but I would, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that. Like, in a, nah, I ain't doing that. That's ridiculous. So. All right, our next meme is from Hood Ratchet TV. Shout out to P Work in Asbury work, Park. Work. When girls say single as fuck. The ass fuck means and fucking. Stay woke, kings. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. I ain't Exception in reality. That there is reality. <laughs> yeah. I like to ask, honestly, I ask, like, are you single or are you single, single? There are two different types of single. So let's be clear. Nah, you're never going to get the truth on that one. Nope. Got to roll That's with those. That's true. I agree with that, too. 100%. Right. Absolutely. I mean, growing up as guys, you really don't, you know, you're not really taught that. You find that out later. But for yeah. the most part, this is a this is a lot of wisdom, young man. So you want to take this one to the bank? Absolutely. All right. The next one. <laughs> this one was hilarious. I don't need no man to help me raise my son, her son. Yeah, buddy looking real soft. I mean, he just, he, I mean, it ain't got to be a, a a boyfriend, but somebody, an uncle, a, <laughs> a granddad, somebody need to help out. With this. Absolutely. Something. Something, yeah. <laughs> Definitely need some, uh, let's say, masculine role models in, in the vicinity. Absolutely. Buddy out, man. Teach him how to pitch a kick at a ball or something. Damn. 
And he took his picture too. Yeah, he might be posing, matter of fact. Wow. The next one is oh I, I love this one. This is one is very, very clever. Her, I have ovaries. Him, is that why you overreact? That was a dad joke. <laughs> Definitely a dad joke, and I agree. <laughs> Definitely a dad joke. But it, here for I would still say factual from my perspective. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yo, what up, Lou? Yo, Lou, what up, brother? All right, and the last one before we get to the moment of truth. And this one was submitted by Big Mike. Y'all ever chill with someone and start thinking, yep, I'm blocking you after today. I mean, I told you I definitely have. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really a big blocker, but be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll never see this person again for the rest of my days. Right, right. That's what I really meant by it, yes, correct. Yeah, that's the vibe thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, why are you chilling with them, too? Like, you know what? I know this ain't going to be after this or whatever. Yeah, be like, so, how about this jet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> man, I can't. I wish we drove separate cars, right? Oh, man. Uber. <laughs> so wait, are, if y'all know that's gonna happen, would you still smash? That's a different question. Probably, I'm probably more likely to. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk to them again. So yeah, yes. I don't, I don't see a correlation between the two. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So now we're going to get to our next segment of the show, which is called the moment of truth Q&A, where everyone gets to ask anyone questions. So everyone get in the comments, people on the panel. If you have questions, now is the time. Chloe, do you want to go first as the lady? Sure. Um, So for the fellas, when you are single, do you take men in relationships advice and vice versa when you're in a relationship do you take single men's advice and this goes for married couple um the guys on the panel who are married as well or have been married my my phone broke up my phone my connection broke up a little bit what was the question can i reiterate it please so when you're single do you take um your friends and relationships advice or when you're in a relationship do you take your friends who are singles advice when it comes to things and this goes for if you're married or when you were married if you were married at some point and when you're single i don't think i take the advice based on their status it's more the person you know i mean my barber you know my close friends things that nature it doesn't matter what their status is I think you, you take the advice if it sounds reasonable. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can learn 
something from anyone. You can learn the wrong way to do it. Somebody give you some advice, be like, oh, definitely don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't think that whatever they're doing or not doing in their personal life plays a major part in it. I think it's more or less about the message, not the messenger. I agree. Because, like, I've heard the saying where they say, like, don't take, when you're married, don't take single people's advice. And, like, me as a single person, I will say, like, if somebody is married, I'll be like, oh, well, my thoughts are this, but I can't really give you advice because I've never been married. So I don't know that perspective. Is that the same, like, on the other way, on the other side? To me, it depends on what the advice is for. Like, obviously, if you haven't experienced it and you need specific experience advice, then you want to go to somebody who has already done it. But just general relationship advice, I mean, just because just because you got to, like like KG said, just because you're married, it doesn't mean you're better at relationships than, I, than somebody else can be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't agree with that. I like to believe that most men, you know, they kind of do what they feel. Like, as a man, you you kind of got to lead yourself. You got to, you know, you got to lead your lady. So I don't think that men ask for advice on something that's so specific that like, Hey, you know, it depends on what the individual is doing with their life that really impacts it. It's pretty like general, like overview type of thing. If they're asking for advice. Do you think that's a good thing or do you think that that can present a problem? Like, do you, are you happy that, you know, you're not, okay, let me phrase this. Do you think it's good that men don't ask for advice specifically? Like, is that, does that make them stronger? Or do you think that that might be a point of vulnerability? I, I think it's a good thing from the sense with anybody that you got to live with the decision that you decide anyway. So. Facts. I mean, you got to, you know, at, at the end of the day, whatever advice somebody gives you, you decide if you're going to follow it, right? Um, I don't think that a man is weak if he asks for advice. I don't think that a man is right if he doesn't ask for advice. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the best decision is the best decision. I'd like to believe that, you know, generally men look at things like contextual. You know what I mean? If it's like, you know what I mean? Three plus three is six, period. That's just what it is. So, you know, everybody gets wayward and everybody loses their way from time to time. So you got to be rational and understand that sometimes you need somebody else's perspective. We have a caller calling in. Okay, Mike, oh, come on. Mike, come on. Send that, send that. Sometimes you need somebody else. So I believe we have the Little Mermaid on the line. Can you hear us? Hey y'all, how you doing? And if that's you, Little Mermaid, could you uh, mute the uh, cast so we don't hear it in the background, please? Because it's going to be echo. Yep, I just did that. Can you hear me? Yes. And you had a question. I do. So it's kind of a two-part question. Y'all got to bear with me real quick. So first part of the question is, do men feel a way if they witness their chick... <laughs> If they witness their chicks flirting, I, maybe in front of them, or they witness it some way um, <laughs> with another guy. Okay, what's the second part of the question? <laughs> uh, the second part of the question is: If you do witness this, right, 
are you only mad because you feel like the person she's flirting with, you see him as a potential threat? No, it's more of the specific and deliberate behavior. Listen, um, I I was taught, man, it's only yours why you win it, right? Mm. Move off of that basis, regardless of the status of my relationship. However, if she's going to flirt in front of me, that's not that's not a relationship. You're just trying to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nah, that's not what we're talking about. Are you? You think this is funny? Can you deal with this in return? That's not what. That's not what your wife or your lady. That's not what you. That's not no main squeeze type of shit. They don't do that. So is there a difference if she's just like naturally has like a flirtatious uh, <laughs> personality? Go ahead, Minnie. I think it's a respect thing. I don't think it's um, a natural flirtatious. You know when to turn it on and turn it off. You don't flirt with everybody. So it's like, yeah. that's not real. You making a choice to flirt with somebody in front of me. You don't flirt with no whole nother dude. Like, what you trying to do? What you want yeah. to talk? Well, 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 you made two choices. You made a choice to flirt with someone. You made a choice for us not to be together. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, yo, at the end of the day, like, if you're going to do that, like, I, I don't know. I can't speak for Beta Mills. I don't know. But, like, yo, like, I don't even know how, how you how she would feel comfortable enough to disrespect me like that. Right. 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 Like, like you are you comf- like what made you feel so comfortable to do that? Like you yeah, feel that so would cool. never ever happen. Not not that I'm going to do something to her, but like you that means you lack the respect for your for your partner. That's not that's not relationship. And Yana says she's trying to get you that discount. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, fair answer. Thanks, fellas. I will continue to watch from my bedroom. Was All, nice right, chat, y'all. All right, thank Little Mermaid. <laughs> And Kiana says she wants to be in the streets, clearly, with yeah, that yeah. type of behavior. She, she's still in the streets. <laughs> so, and I, I feel like this is a rhetorical question, but I just want to play devil's advocate. Let's say that you're meeting her somewhere and she doesn't know it's in front of you, but she's flirting anyway, and then you observe her flirting. Oh, that's perfect. Right? <sighs> The best way to watch somebody is not look at them, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? So then you know who you're dealing with because all oh, you get all that representative shit out of the way. Yeah. Now you get into the facts. That's the situation she was talking about earlier. It's all about situations. Yeah, that's ideal. Oh, yeah, now, I get the, now I get to see the real you without, without you knowing I'm there. So, yeah. that's, that's what you're creeping around the corner like, uh-huh. Now I know. <laughs> yep. Big Mike, you got a question? Um, well, I thought we were gonna have ladies on the panel, but I, I guess we got them in the audience. We got Hello, Chloe. We got Chloe on the line. So the question is that: Do you think as a woman gets older, she starts to settle? Uh, yes. For, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> uh, anyway, she starts to settle for men she would not have settled with when she was younger. For women. um i think that it goes deeper beyond like yes they do but i think it goes deeper beyond just settling i think that when you're younger you're looking at men to fulfill different needs than when you're older 
with somebody that you're interested in, let's say in your 30s, might not be the same man you're interested in in your 20s. So, so, so my follow-up question for Ariella too within the audience is that as we get, as women or men, whoever, as we get older, aren't we supposed to be smarter and see more of the red flags? So why do we settle faster when we know more? Like we have, we have more of the, uh, the cheat code at that point. So. I think when you get, I think some people when they get older, it's like the scarcity mindset kicks in. Okay. Like, oh my goodness, all these men, like, you know, when you're younger, there's more of an abundance of men who are not married, who do not have children, who do not have ex-wives and like all this baggage and then, or what can be perceived as baggage. And then when you get older, you know, you might settle for things because you're afraid that there's no one out there who, who actually fits your criteria for success, what you think is. I have a question. <laughs> so with that said, do you agree with Josh's perspective that uh, women depreciate in value and that is why <laughs> they have the lower end of the totem pole in regard to dating as they get older? You have to, women generally have to do more settling as they get older. Would you agree with that? Um, I would say that if we're looking at society's view of women um, in perspective, as far as, um, you know, if you're, it depends on the type of man, man that you're looking for. If you're looking for a high value man, possibly, um, because he's not, he might not be looking for the type of woman that you are in your 30s. However, that depends on the type of man that you're pursuing about your depreciation. What do you mean high value man? High value man. So like, you know, certain women, you know, when we're younger or whatever, you look at a certain, you have this prototype of a man that's in your head and that can look different for other, for different people. So some of these prototypes could be a man that makes over X amount of money and, you know, has wears these type of clothes, drives this type of car, has this type of mindset. High and, value meaning money. I got you. I got you. High value, not only money, but the the skill set it takes to make the money. So it goes beyond the actual physical physicality of the money. Um, so like you know, when you're younger, you have more of abundance of these type of men around, and then when you get older, they it starts to deplete. Or the men that are still around that have that or finally achieve that, I guess, level of status, they're dating women that are in a different because they are a depreciated asset at that point i, I think that's kg's point to, to those men to those specific men but to supply other men demand. it's supply and demand for that specific type of man but i'm not going to say all type of men because there's some there's some type of men where you're appreciated appreciating value or your value is appreciating because of the type of man that you choose so it just depends on your preference of you know, the type of individual and what their interests are and if you align with that. I mean, that's fair. I just kind of think it does coincide with KG's point because he was essentially saying the older they get, the lower the standards get as well. So that's why they settle. So everyone did agree to the settling, but there has to be some correlation with the settling and getting older and the, that, the value being depreciated. That, that's just my perspective. 
factually well, speaking. Well, it also it settle you settle in because you know you're you're not only that but your dating pool decreases. Like certain women don't want to date a man who has an ex wife, doesn't want to date a man that has children. So the older that you get, there's men like it's going to be less men that don't have children. There's going to be less men who don't have ex wives. So you know your pool shrinks anyway. That doesn't necessarily correlate uh, directly to, you know, your value depreciating. That could be one reason, but I don't think that's the only reason. That's that's very interesting. And she says, I know women on both sides of the spectrum, some who are willing to make concessions because they don't want to die alone and some who ain't with taking any shortcuts. I agree, Peter. Your priorities change. Or they're forced to change because of what priority is die alone? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I, I missed it. I missed it. What what priority is die alone? <laughs> you don't want to die alone. <laughs> what age do you say I don't want to die alone? Like uh, when does that kick in? Is is that at thirty five? Or what age is die alone start to become a thing? Probably like 30, 34, 35, 38, 40. I mean, it also depends on what you want as a person. Like, I know some women who don't want to have children and want to just travel the world. So they're not really thinking about that. they just like, whatever. It's not a big deal to me. Damn. So it just depends on, it depends on your... Uh, Start thinking about... Depends on your routine and needs. I don't Hey, it's a cold world. You know, she got to be in that market. It's a cold world. <laughs> it's definitely a cold world. <laughs> Does anyone have another question? KG, you got a question. I do. Um, damn, that die alone thing. Women think, so between 30 and 40, you start to think, hey, I don't want to die alone, so I'm going to just deal with such. Oh, shit. I feel like some women. I feel like some women, when they real with themselves and they realize they don't have anything to offer, yes. Like yeah, they start you know thinking. Women didn't have nothing to offer when they was twenty either. Then. Yeah, but when you're twenty, you do have something to offer. You have youth, and you have looks, and you have you know. That's baggage. Hey, hold, hold up, hold up. Hold thank, up. thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Wait, you have youth? What the hell? Unless you got the fountain of youth, you ain't offering nothing to me. Like your age, like that's ridiculous. Or looks, like what? How is that ridiculous? When you're 18 and you're on your prompt, like you, you feel me? Like I mean, that goes back to the valuation. I guess Ted was alluding to <laughs> depreciating asset. It's not a depreciate. I mean. It depends on who, like I said, it depends on who you're trying to date, if you're depreciating or not. And that's fair. But I'm saying for to to piggyback onto your point about in between, let's say, 18 to 24, let's say the, the Playboy Mansion rules, right? 18 to 24. So when you're in your actual physical prime, your, let's say, your uh, expectations can be that high because your value can warrant those expectations. However, let's be fair. Most women who are in their prime, you would say, 
are not looking to settle down and get married and have kids. They live in the best life. Well, Again, I would out, say, I would say in, in America, that is true around the world. That is not. Well, I'm speaking as an American citizen who grew up in this culture. Um, they, women who are younger that I know who are like career oriented and, you know, going to school and whatever, those are your party years. You chilling, you partying, you're meeting people. You're not thinking about, oh my God, I need to be married by the time I'm 22 and start a family. Which so I don't know if that's the right way to do it if you want to be married, but that's what's, what's being done. So then when you get older and you're like 34, 32, 33, and you're ready to settle down, these same women are realizing like, hey, I had an abundance of men who wanted to sleep with me. And, you know, and, and maybe wanted to marry me, but now those men are married. Now those men have families and now I don't have anybody. So then they start getting into desperate mode. I agree. I'm saying that's not much of an offer. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. So. It's, part of, it's part of an offer, though. <laughs> it's definitely part of it. Like, let's be real here. Like it's definitely a part of an offer. But everybody got that offer at that age, so you're not you're not special. I'm saying what you're offering. That's like that's yeah. like McDonald's. But that's what you say. What that's for everything. I mean, well, let's keep it real, man. Y'all missing the point. What happens is when those women do that, they decide to to fuck off their young time and they partying and they want to do that. They're not thinking about longevity. And then when they get older, their bodies don't look the same and gravity start to get hold or whatever. Yeah. They're side chicks. <laughs> not all, but I mean, that's who falls into that category. And they fall into that category due to like being lonely or not wanting this or that. They're settling. Yeah, I agree with some women, but then you also know, have other women. Like, this is what I read. This is, this is what they say on Google. I'm sorry, say that again? That's what they said on Google, what I just said. I read it. Well, what I'm saying <laughs> is, yes, there is a category of that type of woman, right? But then there's also another category of a type of woman who doesn't want to settle and, you know, has certain has certain standards for herself and still looks good and still, you know, is, is thriving. But then the, the pool of men is unwarranted. The pool of men is not what she wants because she waited too long. So she's and now it's settled. a smaller pool of men. Yeah, sometimes they do. I mean, the settlement aspect is an individual choice. If you really feel question. like you want to die alone, that's that's something that's wrong with your brain. Because it's a million people. It's a billion people out here. So that's, a, that's something internally you got to think about. And that settling, that scarcity mindset, that's that's something that's, that takes personal work to get through, number one. So, you know what I mean? You can't blame nobody for settling but yourself if you want to keep it if you want to keep it funky. Interesting. Okay. Minnie, you got a question. Nah, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mike? Well, let's flip it. How about the men? Do we settle as we get older? Um, if you wouldn't, wouldn't settle for it earlier in life, I guess. If you do not realize your value, absolutely. I think most people settle. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think as you get older, you settle less. Like, 
as a man, I can only speak for myself. I don't know if y'all settling or not. What I know, you know what I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that as I get older, um, as I grow and I evolve and I develop and I come more and more into my own, like I'm like, oh no, nah, I'm not not doing that. Not only that, because but the reality is is that as a black man with your shit together, bro, like you have a lot more options. We on the most haunted list. Like it's just fact. So if you still alive and breathing and handling your business, you have more options. Um that's just what it is. What'd you say, Josh, earlier? What'd your what'd your answer? Oh, if men do not understand their value, then yes, they will settle. Because if we talk about uh let's say um in their prime, right? So ladies in their prime between, let's say, 18 to 27 conservatively. So for men, usually your value begins, your highest peak begins after the age of 30, between like 30 and 45. I think everybody, uh, kind of to what Jamar said, everybody has a tendency to want to think about it at some point. But to what KG said, I think as you get older, you get I don't know. You're less for for men anyway. For me, I would say less likely to settle because it's like, you know, I'm fine by my damn self at the at the end of the day. So I'm less likely to actually settle for someone. I'm more likely to kind of say, Nah, this is not for me. I think even when you say that, you're not saying it like that. Like I'm fine by myself. What you mean is that you know how to get whatever you need at this yeah. point. You don't really need to compromise in a relationship anymore. Right. I understand my worth, and at this point, I don't need. You go ahead. I don't need all that. I know how to get exactly what I need. I don't, and if you don't, you don't want the whole thing. You know how to just get a little bit. Like right, exactly. You, know, you, you evolve. You got more finesse. You got more resources. You know how to move. It's different. Mm-hmm. Don't need to settle. I don't want to do that. But when you're 25 and she bad as hell and she 25 and she popping, you like ah. <laughs> Oh, well, that's that pressure right there. <laughs> yeah, but it's self-imposed. We ain't know no better. You know what I mean? Right. So if you have a son and you tell him, you see your son in that heat, and you be like, yo, that's self-imposed, bro. I mean, if you want to go ahead, but you don't have to live your life like that. Yeah. Be your depends, own person. Yeah, depends on what you Wait, want. So, you know what I'm saying? So what do, you what, you what do you guys consider to be settling? Like, give me a, a picture of what settling is to y'all. From a male perspective, I thought I was gonna make it to the NBA, but I'm. <laughs> Ease. <laughs> well, back to the question, Claude. The question was really things you wouldn't have settled for when you were younger. So it's really individual, I guess. It's not really a um, a general thing, but if it's just certain red flags that you wouldn't have settled for before, would you settle for them just because you're getting older? I guess is where the question. Or to answer the follow-up question as well, it could be the fact, to add on to Minnie's point, right? If you have that, and to close point too, if you have a scarcity mindset and you're like, oh, I cannot do better than this, when you probably can if you have that confidence and that you know, assurance that you should have at that age. But that's what I'm saying. If you don't understand your value, if, you don't, if you're not really handling your business internally, then you're definitely going to settle. And that can apply to both men and women. I think most people settle, though. It depends on what you want. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You can't be 55 saying you want kids and shit and you 55 well, and 60 years old. I, 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 I look at it like this. Like, this is my perception on life. You can have anything you want. 
you can't have everything you want. So yeah, you're gonna settle for something. You know what I mean? I think everybody does. I want this, 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 and this, and the third. Yeah, what makes you so special? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People who have everything that they want don't have everything that they want. That's just how it goes. You can have anything, you can't have everything. That's just what I think people have like a, I think it goes back to the whole die alone thing, that mindset or being lonely. That's why I think that's what, that's what a settling comes into play. Like I said, you know, I, I, I mean, not to say it all harsh once again, but I'm fine by my damn self. So I don't have that <laughs> mindset, which makes me less likely to settle. Like I'll take myself out to dinner and have a great time. For how <laughs> long? For, for how long though, Big Mike? For how long what? You, you find like that, you think? Well, I, I think, what happens is that people don't uh, take enough time right earlier in life to spend that time with themselves. So they always want a companion there. I, I made sure I did that at certain points in my life. So that way, um, you know, but I have somebody, it's wonderful. It's great. But if I don't, it's not like I got to got to find somebody really, really quick. So I'm, I don't, I mean, I can't, I mean, in my mind, how long I could do it forever, but I, I can't say that's true or not right right now. But at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, I'm going to check. So. Right, because I feel like, again, if you have friends and family, are you actually really going to be alone? Correct. That is what it is. But hey, hey, fellas, man, I'm going to chuck the deuce, man. It was good building with y'all. Catch y'all on the rebound, man. RKG. Peace and blessings. Peace. Yeah, exactly. Like he gonna hang on like this one for the second time in the show. I say I went to the movies with Josh, right? I've been to stuff with other friends and family members. Like Tony, I didn't necessarily need a woman. I'm gonna say uh, Jamar to make me happy to where I would settle for that. You know what I'm saying? At that particular time. Yeah, like I said, I think it's all individualized to, as in what you want. Because if you can't accomplish your goals and stuff that you want most people settle like you it's just i think so i just think reality like i'm saying like if you want to have kids if you want to do this you want to do certain things in your life and now you're 60 years old and you're talking about i'm not settling to some degree you but here, die but, alone but here's the thing though right if you settle right and you if you're not getting the person that you want because they have all the things that you want and if you settle you're more likely i think to step out or more likely to not, I guess, fight for the relationship when things go wrong because you're already settled. So it already wasn't something that you all the way wanted. So you're better off, I feel like, just not settling in that situation. See, I just think we say a lot of conflicting things. So where you can't say everybody's not perfect and then say I don't settle. I, I didn't say that everybody's not perfect. In, so. in general, most 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 oh, people okay. say that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the, the perception right, right. is we all acknowledge that most people are not perfect. Like not to say you settle on huge or big things, but you settle, you know what I'm saying? Like you, but back to your, how long question, right? When you settle, how long can you settle in that situation? If it's Mm -hmm. one of those things, even if it's not big, that continue to possibly bother you. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I think that can, that can be a, um, that, that can be a detriment in the relationship as well like that so and also it's about your history right if you settle enough times and you know the end result mm-hmm. then 
you know, it's a sanity to keep doing it over and over again. It's something, but you know, I'm not settling anymore because I know even if it's the smallest thing, it's going to get to me eventually. So I guess that's where I'm at in my life. I guess I would say. So. I refuse to settle. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, just for, for, and the biggest question is for how long? You know, <laughs> that's always the biggest question because that's right, that, right, that, right, that, that's right. Real, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how yeah, long? it's real. It's real. It's definitely real. I, I don't know. What about you, Josh? <laughs> I mean, it really depends on how you view yourself, right? Because it could be forever if you're always going to view yourself at that level. And again, that's a choice. Like the same choice that ladies have for being a side chick, the same choice dudes have for settling. Yep. Same right. same concept. So, I, But to you guys' point, I agree. I think to a certain point, at what point that is, it's kind of when you have that man in the mirror and look at yourself be like, yo, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Doing this anymore. I'm gonna actually go for what I actually want. Right. Right, right, right. There's nothing there's no better feeling than getting someone you actually want. Mm. Right? Than someone you're actually settle settling for and or settling for things that you would have settled for before in the past. And I think it I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I wear my emotions on my face. I think it comes out like, you know, you you cool and all, <laughs> but certain yeah, things I, would... I settle for, I wouldn't yeah, really yeah. Like, so it ain't a good situation. And like I said, you're also more likely to, to your point, yes, nobody ain't perfect. And I agree with that. But if you're settling, I think it can be a higher percentage, I'll say, that you're going to get a side job who got some of the qualities when you settle for a dope. So it's just not a good thing. And Lou says, and I agree completely, get your passport. The world is big. We settling just by not traveling. I agree with that. Thousand percent. That as well. Looks like that. But but my big until you is, watch wait, until you watch ninety day fiance. Wait, say that again. You watch day, what you say, Jamar? No, go ahead, Claude. I was saying, yeah, until you watch ninety day fiance and you find out when you don't know your value, you gonna get it taken advantage by someone across the world too. Like, come on now. You it boils down what Josh was saying, like you gotta know your value and your worth and really understand your wants and your needs individually and then assess the person do they match and if they don't then you're settling if the job doesn't match your wants and needs and you're still doing it you're settling but like jamar said you can't you know what i mean like you're gonna have to settle on certain things but just make sure they're not the things that are the most important to you mm-hmm. yeah you can't sacrifice yourself great point chloe yeah no no yeah, like that goes back to like that earlier meme or question, right? About about the girl. And this could be a guy too, right? Who says they're single AF, but they're really fucking or going out, blah, 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 blah. So that person still, like I, like I try to say, like are okay being by themselves because they're still finding someone to sleep with, probably still going on dates or whatever like that. I mean, I think people need to take time at some point in life to be okay being by themselves. That's what I, I would propose. Something. And usually you find someone that you don't have to settle with when you have that perspective. I agree. 100%. And a 90-day fiancé, who going for a fiancé? Thank you, Lou. (laughs) I mean, let's not, uh, let's say, take notes. Take notes from reality TV. Come on now. (laughs) Listen, Lou, it's expensive to travel all the way across the world just for some, you know, company. You could do that. You could find that locally. Nah, you can't that find that. Lo- a lot of money. You you can't find <laughs> that locally. Like <laughs> there's uh there's different mm-hmm. options. There's there's farm raised salmon and then there's wild caught salmon. Those are two totally different things. 
Yeah, yeah but you always local, depending on where you where you stay the longest. You stay over there long enough, everything gonna be local too. It's perspective. Well, everything looks exotic when you when you're not privy to it all the time. That's fair, and I I would just you know add the add the argument that if you're someplace for let's say twenty years or thirty years, and you go to another place even for ten, you're still not going to see everything that you saw in your previous place in ten years. So you're still going to be seeing new things. Listen, most people haven't even left North Jersey to go down South Jersey, so they can see new things. East. <laughs> <laughs> if we want, if we want to keep it at a hundred, many countries. Many countries. See, si, senor. All right, guys, we got time for one more question. Who wants to go? Anybody from the audience? I'm out of questions. Clodis, you don't have another question. Um, I was gonna let Mike do it since he was the questionnaire. I asked Mike always always have questions. What's up? I'm saving it for when the girls are all back on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always better back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. I have a question for the for the fellas. So, let's say you. Met someone online. It is the digital age, right? You met someone online and they look pretty attractive, right? But you meet them in person and they're not as attractive as you thought. What What is that situation like and how do you usually proceed next? Like, what is your next course of action? Uh, okay, so basically, like, she quote-unquote catfished me, you're saying. <laughs> that, that's what it might feel like or, you know. Yeah. Right. Or, or she was like a person who like is great at like geometry. Her angles were good on, online, but on the phone, <laughs> the person got the real thing. Um, I mean, I mean, it, it depends, man. Like, it depends on what you know. I mean, I'm, I still might go on a date. You know what I mean? I still might want to have fun or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever's going on, but um, it depends how different and how bad it is. I would say, man, it, it got to look. You know, like that. I'll I, I, now, me personally, I would say something about it because that's just me. Really? What would you say? A, I don't have a filter. I'm like, um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I might say something very, uh, like just just a smart comment. Like, um, so this picture's online. Like, was that like a little while ago? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not like, I'm like, were they like Throwback Thursday pictures? <laughs> 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 like, like, you don't look like this right now, stuff like that. Like, I'm gonna say something very smart and funny. She might would have taken it up some type of way. If you like get real mad about it, then look, I'm only I could have been left. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> <laughs> but if she don't, it's cool. But I'm definitely gonna let it be known that you don't like you doing your pictures. I might still go on a date, um, but I'm not sure. So, you going on a follow up date, Mike? It depends what happened the night of the first day, day close. <laughs> so, and again, it depends how different that she looks. I'm going to say that too. Not, so. Absolutely. The old bait and switch. The switcheroo. And yeah, I mean, me personally, I, I mean, 
you'll be able to tell, I feel by the energy that you're not as interested as you was, because if you meet online and you agree to meet up, usually there's going to be some type of positive energetic rapport, but you'll probably not feel any of that energy once you're in that presence. And you often might get ghosted. Like I've ghosted a couple girls who didn't look like how they looked on the internet. Did you go on the first date? Did you take you to date though? That's the question. Well, we met up. I wouldn't call it a date. Okay. But, right. but but was that your only reason for ghosting her though? Yes. Okay. <laughs> False <laughs> advertising, I would say. Yeah. I, I if, think if it's dramatically in, different, yeah. Yeah, like, dramatically, but somewhat. I think living in the I've been out the game for a long time, but I just think that's people's reality now that the shit is not real. Like I wouldn't expect the same girl. You know what I'm saying? Like I just think with filters, with angles, with all that stuff, that that's not more times than not, it's not going to be the same person. Well, to be fair, as a person who's online dated since MySpace first came out, like around yeah. face, when Facebook came out, there's a lot of girls who are incredibly pretty, and they're actually they look better in person. Legit, gotcha. So that's why I'm like I. I mean, I, that's why I'll give that that uh, latitude to be like, okay, let's see if you look in the some in the same arena. But if you're in a if you're in a yeah. if you're Zoom calling, you're not even in the same state. Like, nah, we we, we can't do this. And for Lou, um, yeah, you, you got me a little messed up. I suggest you go back and support a charm earlier with me and Josh about first dates. Don't think these are like like great dates that they're earning. They're earning, and I'm like this might be a walk down the block is when I say one of the first date, like, like, you know, Josh knows this. I don't do a lot on a first date for someone. I don't know that. Well, that's just not something I do. Absolutely. You got to allocate, you know, time and energy for sure. And Lou's last question. And I think uh, Mike would be able to answer this. Are side dudes in a terrible position? No, they're in a wonderful position. Unless they wouldn't be me, but unless they don't, um, want to accept their position and want to be more. Right. Um, so, but if not, they're, they're in the best position because number one, um, you don't have to, as Josh just said, allocate all that time. They're already in a relationship. Number two, um, like you don't have the feelings towards her. So all that stuff we were talking about earlier, like, or in other conversations, it doesn't affect you. So how she's dressing, you like, damn, girl, you look good with a boyfriend, a husband. Like, I can't leave the house like this. But it don't affect you. So you're in the best position overall. And then she going to come to you like, yeah, he always say, I'm looking to whatever. But you don't care about that. <laughs> so you're in a wonderful, wonderful position as a side dude. I guess so, I go ahead, Chloe. Okay. So my question is, because I'm under, I was always under the impression with the side guy or whatever that he would feel some type of way. I mean, men are competitive, right? So at some point, he got to feel some type of way. Like, why am I still the side dude and she with him? What he got that's better than me? Why she don't want to be with me? If he care. Most I mean, eventually, right? Because then he'd be looking no. at it like, I mean, nah. just thinking about men's competitive nature. Josh, tell her. Yeah. Well, you already you you won the game as a side dude. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You already win it. Yeah, regardless of what he got, you got her. So it's like, even I mean, y'all are assuming that he don't got feelings for her. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah, if he do, he ain't a side <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He if he, he has feelings, feelings for her, her he, 
Nah, if he if he has any feelings, then again, he don't understand his role. His role yeah. is not to catch feelings. It's just to be the fun, yeah. light situation that's that's not as deep or or whatever as her current situation. That's why when she comes to you about you know going out or whatever it is, you always cool with it because you don't really care. You have no stake in there or whatever. I disagree. The dude do have stake in it because he put he invested a lot of time and energy and resources. I'm sure. Well, I mean that that's fair, Chloe. But but again, it's it's if you're choosing to be the side dude, because if we're going if we're going to be completely transparent, and I I I respect Lou's point, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna rebuttal with this, brother Lou. If you if we're going to be completely transparent, most dudes don't want the commitment anyway. So you're giving them exactly what they want. By being the side dude, so you're only going to come to me when you want the D, and that's really all I want anyway. How is she in command? Like you don't. First of yeah, all, I don't think close, so close at close at resources. Like I ain't giving her no resources. You got you got a man for resources. Why? Nah, but from my understanding, the side dude does not only provide like a side dude would provide like things that are missing in the relationship, right? So that could be sex only. It could be sex and relationship aspect. You know, it's 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 different, I guess, for different people. So it's like if he's a person who who's a side dude and he invests in all these resources, money, time, effort, he's sitting there listening to her when she crying about her boyfriend. He's putting he actually doing a lot. So I don't see how he couldn't feel some type of way. I mean, that's fair, but I guess during all those moments, he can be like, "Okay, when are we gonna bang? Like, when and when? Yeah, yeah this this let me know when you're ready to bang." In, in their head, right? They'll be there physically, but mentally and emotionally, they they won't be available for that unless they catch feelings. But then they, as Mike said, they don't understand the role. Right. Their role is not for that. As, a, as an Academy Award winner, <laughs> trust me, I've never, <laughs> I've never spent any money on a girl who had a whole boyfriend and stuff like that. Never. I'm sorry. But on the other end, they spent money on me. So I don't understand what side dudes you be talking like you deal with. But no. Nah. And I was never competitive, Chloe. Like, yeah, why I'm not there? Because you got in mind, I'm only the side dude. She got a whole relationship, family, whatever it is. So I got my own chicks I deal with too. So why would I care about what, you know, why am I not becoming the main dude in that situation? So I guess it depends on who the female is too. And I, I think it mainly depends on the dude because imagine if he's a, let's say a beta cuck orbiter for lack of better words, who finally gets a shot. He he wanted to be the boyfriend the, the whole time anyway. Hey, anyway. Yeah. Correct. So he not a side dude anyway. He hoping. He, right. He, <laughs> he, he coming in like the number one draft pick. <laughs> yeah. He just waiting. Matter of fact, I got a meme for this. Here we go. And Lou, you definitely not going down on her. And and yeah, she could say, you know, oh, go ahead. Women act like only men cheat. Meanwhile, their phone is full of friend zone dudes ready to be the number one draft pick. That that's who is catching feelings, dude. To in that situation, Lou. Once again, why would I care what her man doing to her? I'm only here for my part, and I got yep. other chicks I'm dealing with. And yes, yeah, she call you and tell you when you can call when the text. But that's fine because I'm not twiddling my thumbs waiting for her to tell me when to call. I got other stuff I'm doing in my life. So, I mean, I'm good about situation. I ain't spend no money, <laughs> Lou. I, I promise you that. <laughs> right Mike, you ain't got your car. Mike, you ain't got your car over there. 
No, listen. Mike, listen, Mike spent some money. That's some gas money, Mike. A little bit. He he grandstanding okay. a little bit. Mike spent some money. Listen, Mike, you ain't get no, you ain't get her no um no food. Like y'all ain't eat together. You was a horrible side dude. Don't have him as a side dude, ladies. Mike talking about real money. He not spending no real money. Listen, I, I got stories on the radio. I, I, listen, I've never spent any money as far as food. I had the woman making the her food for her fa- her husband, and they're bringing me the leftovers the next day. Like, hey, you want something? Like the that. leftovers. Oh, he got huh? the leftovers. He he wasn't a real side dude. But guess what? When he went for more food, he was like, "Where's that? It's gone." Because I got horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, um, I, I've had the chicks leave their men. In the bed at midnight to come see me already, like and not spend no money, like I, that's crazy to me. I don't know what kind of side dudes these dudes are. And got yeah, and got Christmas gifts. Memory. I don't know. Huh? And got Christmas gifts, right? Birthday but gifts, wait, all wait. that. I don't. And that's like, I don't want to hear nothing about. Oh, you're going to get a free soda, or you're going to get a free oil can. I don't want to hear none of that because you over there eating your um, <laughs> you, you know. Eating free leftovers and shit. I don't want to hear none of that, bro. That's none of that. Um, Talk about she saying. left. She left him in the middle of the night, and I got paid. Like, nah, bro. I don't want to hear nothing. Nothing else out your mouth about that. Because I'm it just like, be, remember this time? Okay. My 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 point is, you shouldn't be that deep into it to where it's, where you're in a competition with the main dude. You shouldn't care about, um, you know whether or not she's telling you when to call or text like you're not that deep into it you're just there for one purpose now you might like you said you might make her laugh a little bit that her, her boyfriend don't do you might uh you know uh give her more compliments just because you really don't care but um you're not it's not that deep that's crazy yeah like, it sounds like it sounds like you was in competition when you was like yeah, I ate, I ate his leftovers. Yes, she, yes, he did, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just felt good. I mean, it was a flex, but I was not. <laughs> I wasn't competition. I don't know. Sounds sounds like uh, you're reneging on what you just never, said. I never wanted her, and even at even even the night, right? Let's say when she was laying with him and said, "I come over." And she's texting me while she's laying next to him, right? And it's yeah, on New Year's Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Flex. But listen, no, no, no. But even that night, she like, I wish I didn't come see you. I'm like, I mean, that's up to you. I'm not saying like, well, you should definitely leave the bed with him and come see me. Why are you still in the bed with him? It's up to you. You come, you come, you don't, you don't. Like, I'm not in that competition. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the one of the main negative aspects of being a side dude, especially if you're a successful side dude is if, and when the main dude finds out and he's going to, he's not going to, he's going to take retribution over you as opposed to dumping the girl. It's a headache. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I mean, that happened to me too. I mean, I'm so happy to me. So I mean, so like you got knocked outside the head. Nah, he, he, he called me, uh, Upset, but wait, but wait, but what? Nah, nah come, come, coming to you as a man, right? Yeah, but sounding like Drake over there. Uh huh. But he thought I was like some new situation. What he didn't know was going on for like a year. So then he flipped it and got mad at her because they had been going on so long and whatnot. Whoa. 
You told on a mic. Come on. <laughs> nah. Mike I, Smith. I, I mean, like, whatever you want to say or whatever like that. But, you know. You can't be no effective side dude eating up her man's snacks and then going snitch on her. But no, no, he would have questioned why did he call me though, right? Because she gave him my number. Why so at that point, bro, he didn't give him your number. He probably went to her phone. Why have a conversation? There's nothing to talk about. Right. Because he wanted exactly. to flex on him. He was like, I was eating. Remember that chicken cat is crazy? Yeah, that, that was, that was, was my good. He wasn't supposed to answer that phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, I didn't know who nope. it was. I don't have his number. Mike Petty. I didn't know who it was. Nah. Mike Petty as hell. Mike, if you, if this is what you should have did, am Mike, I, when he called. Am I not Petty? Hi, this I'm is Jake. Petty. No, you should have, you should have hi, this is Jake from Allstate. I agree, Lewis. <laughs> but I mean, all right, there's, I would say respectfully, there is a difference between being naturally petty and catching feelings. You, those can be mutually exclusive. Nah, if he was messing with her for a whole year, Mike caught feelings. You yeah. like that. Nah, Mike, like you caught feelings, Mike? I didn't nope. catch feelings. It depends it on this angle if he year? was trying to break them up. <laughs> nah, mm-hmm. Lou, because you got to understand, Lou, I'm still dealing with my own females as well. It's not a relationship. Yep. He's doing all the relationship things. That's why I said it's a wonderful role. And whatnot. Mike, you had a, a whole it's a, relationship, bro. It's a, it's, a, it's a type of relationship, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess a type, but it's a it's, great role because I never yeah. took out on I never took out on no dates. Again, I ain't spent no money. <laughs> not, no. So I mean it's yeah. Yeah. It's more right. it's more it's more than just spending money, you know what I'm saying? Like it. You could be in a relationship and not spend no money, Mike. I mean, if you want to come over and watch a TV show with me and, and get some D, that's cool. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 because money, 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 money all depends how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like spending thirty, fifty hundred dollars for some people is not nothing. Like, like she got your Netflix password, my dude. Nah, nah, that, that's what you be getting out. Mike sound like he was asking for. He was asking for leftovers, like what you. This cooked. was, I definitely <laughs> uh-huh. did. Yeah, I work. I work at the awesome. time. I worked at a public cell phone store, and I'm telling you, she would like just bring me stuff all the time, bro. That's what it is. So. Mm-mm-mm. But that's not the same girl who was the one with the guy that called me. It's two different side chick situations, by the way. They're not the same one. But. You mean you was the side dude? You talking about baby I mean, side dude? I mean, side, side, side dude, yeah. Two different side yeah. situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Side, future, Mike, don't, don't, don't answer no phone. Again, calls, I don't ask. <laughs> I don't ask. Do you got a boyfriend? I don't know who asked that, but I've never asked that in my life. So, hmm. no, you won't want clarity <laughs> on your situation. Listen, that's your situation. If you got a boyfriend or not, at the end of the day, you gonna tell him accordingly. So he's not gonna do it with the hammer. Then you gonna be like, "Wait, what? What's going on? You better know that." People he are crazy. Know that. It, it will not end well for him. I promise you that. So, so. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, right about the smoke. He's going to eat me a leftover and then get this. Yeah, Lewis, he was asking, Lewis. I know he was. I wasn't asking. What you cooked today? <laughs> he, he, he ain't going to eat it all, is he? Sure. <laughs> Look, man, this ain't going to be the indictment against me. I'm nah, just I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I know, I know. To go back to the original question, I thought yeah. it was a great role, but I grew out of the role like any other role you can grow out of, right? I grew mm. out of it, but I had a lot, a lot of fun with it for the late yeah. So. yeah. It's all about emotions. How how much how your emotions affected it. Yeah. So uh, thankfully you weren't typecast there. Right. 
And on that note, we're going to call it right there, everyone. Thank you for everyone in the comments. Thank you for Minnie, Big Mike, Chloe, and KG, and Little Mermaid for joining us as well. And thank you guys for watching once again, and we'll see you next week. All right, see you. Peace. Sure, they got me brainless. AI, 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 AI. And I don't understand it. AI, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. People already eavesdrop if you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit it's like why not why not put it into a podcast he makes podcasts he's here outside of the city pick his brain i'm gonna just be here and you two were just going at it back and forth